Motorcycles and Misfits here at the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California. Whoa, hold, hold up. We doing this now? We doing it live? Yeah. We doing it, son. We doing it live. Live, live doing in direct. It. Sucks. <laughs> we doing it. Hey, everyone. Uh, let's get a roll call. This is Eliza. Move, bitch. Get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> that is the... Oh, my God. What? You just made that... Why were you looking at Knock what? when you said that? Because he was thinking it. Uh, no, I was thinking, Wu-Tang! <laughs> <laughs> also in the room tonight, everybody's favorite exotic number one, we've got Knock. Wu-Tang! <laughs> <laughs> Running the board tonight, it's Bagel. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. <laughs> 420 plus one, son. <laughs> so many goddamn stoners were out the other day. Oh, my God. It was the worst. Are there clouds coming up in town? Uh, dude, I've never seen so many college students just wandering around like aimless zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sounds about right. On the classy girl couch tonight, it's Anna. Hello. Hello. I'm still absorbing the whole... The stoner thing. And I'm not stoned, but I get accused of it a lot. <laughs> well, you got big shoes to fill. You're sitting in uh, Miss Emma's seat. Whoa. Yeah. I needed a manicure before I came here. <laughs> and some pearls. <laughs> well, that's okay. Now that everybody has gone through and done their introduction, we're going to see how the next person does it. For the first time here, visiting the garage. And you were here all day and got put to work not oh 20 seconds after getting here it's joel good evening yeah is that oh you wanted to say it like a vampire say it like a vampire i don't do like a vampire you don't gotta say a goddamn thing you don't want to i mean just saying she still can't figure out where i'm from so yeah Hmm. it's perfect iowa Iowa was close i mean (laughs) you're splitting the difference but close enough for government work (laughs) to her it's just some flyover state she'll ride through it at some point Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, she may already have. <laughs> exactly. So, Joel, you um, messaged us that you were going to be out in California, and you, you're like, I'm going to be kind of near, so I'm going to come on up and visit you guys. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm down in slow for a couple weeks for some work stuff and uh, negotiated the weekend off. So I cruised up, didn't have anything really better to do, and everybody there is all PC and correct and proper yeah. and yeah. i had to get the hell away from that for a little yeah. while cause a little bit just just doesn't do it bit. for me and uh today was kind of a slow day it is easter here at the garage so it's slow but um it was a real relief when you showed up because i had one kid with a harley who was asking for help and then another guy pulled up with another broke down harley and he was yeah. asking for help mm. and i'm kind of looking at both of them all and just saying like yeah i got nothing this is the recycle got nothing garage. uh yeah and uh then joel shows up (laughs) i just kind of threw him at both of them and he jumped right in yeah Yeah, i mean you can't figure it out if you don't fuck with it right exactly exactly so we got one bike with a no the clutch not working and the other bike with no spark Mm. and Mm. neither had a manual Mm. but you know i've went into our um library of manuals and i found an old 
a Harley manual. I think it's like hmm. 99 to 04 or something. Like 94 or, to 2001, 2002. Was that just an issue of it happened, it happened. It happened. <laughs> to just cover it all, yeah. It happened to cover it all. Nice. Um, but the good news is, we. I think you guys mentioned last week that um, John out there had bought a... Is that a 1200? No. No, his is an 883 with a 1200 kit. Okay. Um, and then he had a clutch problem and he was trying to take it off and he had called me and said do you have the clutch spring compression tool for a harley i was like no 90 percent of guys that work on harleys no. don't have that either they no probably use a c-clamp i'm guessing uh, i don't think a c-clamp would work no, no. well i did find a way that we could do that you'd need um, three clamps and a piece of plywood but mm-hmm. yeah and so the way this works uh instead of having the usual screws with the springs that you tighten it's just a it's a smooth plate that's mm. on the end and you it has got a clip behind it so you have to compress that plate down to be able to take the tension off of the clip to get it off and the way you do it there's actually a um there's a bolt that's coming out that's your he was calling it the adjuster but isn't that his actuator yeah it would actuator, be the actuator and then right? it was threaded and it has threaded and it comes out and you're supposed to screw this tool onto that that bolt coming out which then will then press the springs in as you tighten it down but he was like shit man got a problem that whole bolt goes into a um yeah bearings in the middle of the clutch and the the bearings were demolished gone Mm. and that whole bolt just came out so he's like shit there's nothing Mm. there's nothing to attach it to to compress it now i went no that's good news I don't think the clutch is your problem. I think it's that. The thing that is exploded is your problem. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to get into your clutch now. Um, and then it was like, but now how do we get that thing out? So, But that's when Joel stepped in and figured out more like clips Yeah, I just had, and a, had a C-clip, a spring C-clip, and that came out, and that uh, bearing hub came out, that clutch bearing hub. Right. So, yeah, it was one of those things where he was going in a certain direction and this thing stopped him from continuing in that direction, not realizing that this was the problem. Right? Mm-hmm. So Hold uh, up. Back up, back yeah. up. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Why are we backing up? No, no, I'm not, never mind. Forget it. I'm trying to be clear. <laughs> Luck was rapping. Oh, okay. It's like Fat Albert entered the room or something. No, I was trying to say, I bet Bagel's got a good Fat Albert. Back so, up, back up. So now he's, now he's got to get those parts, but now he's moved on. He's Because uh, I pointed out that his gasket on that whole cover had some RTV gasket maker on it. I'm like, well, you know you got to take that off and replace it. Yeah, I know. I got a gasket. Wait, it, was, it was gasket maker? <clears throat> well, it was, whoever had taken it off and then just put gasket so, maker on. They may not have because the James gaskets, which are supposed to be the oh, best yeah. in those motors, have that bead of silicone through the oh, middle of the gasket yeah. material. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, but it I didn't see orange. it at that stage. It is yeah. orange. The ones that I just put on mine this but past week. It was like put that. on um, well. It was not overdone so yeah. it wasn't a big flaw but so um, I said well now you got to take the gasket off and um, I said so I hope you have like another couple of days to work on that <laughs> and he thought I was joking hmm. <laughs> and then um, I we went oh, we went uh, we went into the yard and then I came back and I found him with a box knife going at his and I'm like who's watching this kid oh no who's watching this kid hmm <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's all right. Sometimes, if you're careful, you could do it. Yeah, he ended up, he ended up pulling no, out the drum. Not him. No. 
<laughs> yeah. No, I saw him. Uh, he pulled out the Dremel with the, uh, with the fucking uh, thing on there. Right? Yeah. So he's learning about removing gaskets now. That's never <clears throat> fun. Yeah. But he's getting it done. Um, and then the, uh, the other Harley, he was able to pull out the book and we went through a lot of stuff and figured out some things that may or may not be and gave him some good directions. But this is a cool thing. He showed up with his uh, wife and son who was maybe like. Ten? Yeah, ten. Oh, cool. And they were just kind of sitting there and patiently waiting as he was talking about the bike. And uh, so then I went and I uh, grabbed a helmet and one of the mini bikes and I started riding around and eyeballing this kid. (laughs) 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 And I had asked his dad already. He's like, sure. So I'm like, all right, you get to ride the mini bike. Have you ridden something like this? Um, Yeah, well, I've ridden a bicycle. Okay, here we go. even more fun. Okay. And he was very, um, he listened well, he took instruction, except for the part where when the lights are on, the thing is on, and he did whiskey throttle, because he tried to pull the handlebars up to turn the bike around. Oh. Which sent it flying, and you know when the kid won't let go? (laughs) Oh, no. And he's just kind of being dragged? Oh, jeez. Yeah. But it went into one of the empty chairs, and it was no big deal. (laughs) He was okay. Get his first crash out of the way? Is that what happened? He was very embarrassed. I'm like, it's all good. (laughs) <laughs> it's all good. And then uh, set him out riding. He just did circles in the parking lot, had fun. And he came back in. He's like, thank you very much. I'm like, um, you're not done yet. Oh. <laughs> well, there's two of them. Do you know she, what that means? You go down to the store and grab me some cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> some beer. <laughs> that means you get to challenge your dad to a race. <laughs> and his eyes were lit up like, what? Really? <laughs> like, Did you give him the fast one? And so uh, his dad was like, game on, son. Oh, you got, you got footage oh, yeah. of this shit? Oh, God Well, damn. I just got some pictures. Um, oh, nice. The kid. Oh, that's cool. And his, and his dad riding. And awesome. then um, they were just having fun. And then you could see the dad let him kind of pass. And he was getting all serious and everything. And, yeah. and you know, I said, this kid's going to remember this place for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yes. Doing it right. <laughs> Mini bike. Scarg him for the rest of his life. Well, then he... <laughs> He put it on the kickstand, and it has a wonky kickstand, so it just fell over and, oh. and broke the brake lever off. Oh, no. The one brake lever. Sorry, it doesn't work anyways. <laughs> broke the brake lever off. Oh, but that's not where things got heated. Oh? No. So he was embarrassed that he broke it. He didn't realize I was watching, and I was standing with the dad, and then the mom went over there and was like, oh, shit, we broke it. Oh, no. And then she's calling to the dad, like, honey, I need you to come over here. I'm standing with the dad. I'm like, I know it's broken. Just... <laughs> And I, I'm yelling, yelling, hey, just wheel it over here. Uh, just bring it over here so we can take a look. If they only knew the abuse these things have seen up oh, to this I'm point, like, it's like it's a miracle. <laughs> like, the, the I, I happily have a broken brake lever. So I'm like, oh, I, we, I know it's broken. Just bring it over here. We'll take a look. <laughs> well, that's when the homeless guy showed up and thought that I was verbally abusing this kid. Oh, geez. And Which that, may have been true. but yeah. <laughs> And that he needed to step in and say something. I don't oh, know no. where this guy showed up from. They just come I can out of the bushes. Like, Surprise, exactly. <laughs> but he just started like lecturing me for the way I was treating this kid, and and he said something like, "Are you gonna?" Yeah, he looked at the looked at the kid and said, "Is this a res- reputable shop? Are they gonna take care of you?" It's like you say something. Are you gonna give him a yeah. refund now? Or just, I'm like, spray that fucker with a hose. And I'm just like, so <laughs> I went, I rolled my eyes and I just went, "Okay, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave now." Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't like that. And that's when he started yelling at me in my face and spitting the whole oh, time. Geez. Just spitting. Yeah, you may want to get oh, no. a little hep, uh, hep B vaccination. Uh. And I just stood my ground as you do with these guys and just repeat, I'm going to have to ask you to leave now. 
you're gonna have you're gonna have to leave now. This is private property. So they had a memorable memorable day at the garage, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> like I'm full, standing there, full flavor. Tell and this guy is just shouting at me and screaming. Wow. And I look behind me and. All these guys, the whole family, Joel, they're all standing right behind me. Like everyone came up like a gang. <laughs> they, like, like we're all just like Ur. nice. And it's like Except for James, he's still changing oil on his uh, bike uh, lane. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Afterward, he was like, "I think you guys had it." Yeah, I think you had it. <laughs> then the fu- guy finally turned around and left. But I think the family was a little shaken. But we're like, eh. Yeah, yeah. Welcome happens. to Santa Cruz. Uh, Welcome to Santa Cruz. Heroin addiction, that's all. <laughs> I, I think they had fun. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. They'll remember it. Then, you come yeah. to my house and break my clutch levers, my brake levers, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can come back anytime. <laughs> so we, uh, we were getting some stuff done. Um, it was was a Harley day. I'm hoping that... Cool. Uh, that was Jeremy, who has the, the sports store with the electrical. And we gave him some directions. He took pictures from my manual, and then... And I'm hoping John is in the right direction, too. Just needs to order the right parts. So uh, is this the era of Recycle Garage where um, dudes who buy $15,000, $2,000 Harleys come by and <clears throat> try to fix their shit in the garage? Are we going uh, to see more of these? Let's hope so. You know, all bikes are yeah. welcome here. Bitching handlebars. Sure. The guy had bitching little fucking yeah. chopper, yeah, chopper yeah, handlebars. Yeah, those little rabbit ear handlebars. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're a bitch to ride with, but they're really oh, yeah. cool looking. It's totally rock'em, sock'em robots. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. The only thing that's kind of annoying is I have American tools from when I had my Harley and my chopper that I built. Mm. And I have a drawers that are just American tools and I open them up and half the wrenches are missing. Wow. Some of the Allens are missing. One of the Torx is missing. Freedom units. And it's like, damn it, damn it. Because nobody's using those. Nobody should be. No. You know what I think? I think people just open up drawers and grab wrenches and aren't reading what's what and then mm. it doesn't fit so Put who knows? Different spot. I, you know what? I went through drawer. every drawer in the toolbox and sorted. I don't know where they go. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> but so now hmm. it's like, oh, I don't want to buy more American. Damn it. But I might have to. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's always the flea market. I wanted to, we've had so many, so many rides. Yeah, but spring Dude, is spring has sprung. Spring yes. has sprung, and the rain has stopped finally. <laughs> well, yeah, it's still. You, you want to know how you jinx a group of people that ride motorcycles? Uh, I don't care. You've got enough rain. <laughs> I had a, I had a soggy bottom <laughs> <it>. yesterday. <laughs> soggy bottom boy, and it wasn't even raining. <laughs> right, that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a lot of ride reports. I wanted to start with last weekend and Carrizo Plains. Ah, yes. So this was a joint venture between uh, Moto Bird Adventures. You remember Carrie that was in here who does the Baja Adventures. Mm -hmm. And uh, Matt from Law Tigers, who's also been on the show. And they got together and decided to have a co-ed adventure trip. And they paid for the camping space and uh, brought in entertainment and everything. Wow. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So Nock and Anna and I were all there. Um, Nock, what, what did you think? I thought it was cool, man. It was very, uh, what was it, intimate? There was only, what, 19, 20 people that showed up. Did you have a drum circle? 
No, <laughs> no, it was uh, some folks playing Boomer Jams. Well, where did Carrizo play? And this is uh, like what Eastern San Luis Obispo County. Yes, yeah. it's in the Mayor middle. Popa. It's in the middle of California. Yeah, and how long did it take you to get there? Like three, four hours. Something Wait, like you had, that. how long did it take, or how long should it take? Well, if, if, yeah. if, if Knock wasn't with you, how long would it have taken? D- define how we got there. Where is there exactly? <laughs> um, Carrizo well, plains itself or the campsite? I'm not going to blame knock fully for that because uh it had to do with a a tanker uh crash and and hazardous waste on the highway Mm. uh so it started out that the road that took us into the main entrance for which we had the map to get to the campground Mm -hmm. um was shut down for the day because of a, a tanker spill so um google maps rerouted us a back way that looked kind of like a shortcut, didn't it? Not sort of, yeah, sort of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they always look like shortcuts. And we had the uh, the jeep and the trailer and all three bikes on it. We had Knox, uh, oh yeah, uh, unicorn XR six fifty and my yeah. KLR six fifty and the CRF two fifty. Mm-hmm. And uh, Knox was driving, and we went up this shortcut, which turned into a dirt road pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Washboards, uh, potholes, potholes, and ruts. And then Knox's bike fell off the trailer. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> fall completely off the trailer. It fell over. It was sideways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it was strapped down like an idiot. Uh, I was going to say, was what was tired. the uh, what was the the failure point? Um, I can tell you, I was the failure point essentially. Uh-oh. Mm, no, no, the failure point was my bikes were held on with the straps we use that have the carabiners. Yeah, uh-huh. So even if they're slack in the line, it does not come loose. Right. And. I used up all those straps on my bike, so Knox had the traditional straps mm-hmm. with the S-hook. ratchet straps. Ratchet straps with mm-hmm. the S hook. Mm-hmm. So even though those were fine for the freeway and the bike was solidly in, <clears throat> as soon as you start jostling the trailer that much, you get any slack so in the line. That actually happened. It kind of yeah. bounced or whatever, and it mm-hmm. loosened up and unhooked. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah, one of them. And we had many strap systems on that. Dude, yeah. <laughs> like, was... we spent a lot of time strapping it in and having extra straps going across and all that. It wasn't good for enough for those washboards, though. But I think kind of yeah. tilted over, and we're like, you know what? Let's take this off. And Liza suggested that uh, I just ride it up, and that's what we did. Just ride the bike. So he yeah. threw on all of his gear. Um and unfortunately, he had to follow me because I had the map. And so he was eating yeah. a lot of dust. And we got up into the valley. And, and Anna, you didn't have to take this road in, did you? For whatever reason, my uh, approach was clear of any tanker problem. So I came the southern route, oh. hmm. which was the 13 miles in on Sandy Road at sunset by myself, fully <laughs> loaded. Oh, wow. So I was just hoping not to tip over and go, oh, crap. Right. You Mm. were actual moto camping. I was moto camping. She had the the BMW GPS, not the ghetto one that you guys were using. No. (laughs) I had very good instructions on how to get there on the... On the motorcycle. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> and we'll just say uh, we, we, we got down into the valley, and <clears throat> there was a point of miscommunication, we're calling it. Uh, is this what we're saying? <laughs> Due to miscommunication. Where I stopped and pulled over because I knew Nock was eating my dust, and I told him to go ahead. 
in front of me. <laughs> did, you, did you like give him any pointers how far or anything to go ahead? Maybe I believe she I mentioned did something, say that, but it I did may not receive have it. Not <laughs> been stuck in his brain. I had a I had a helmet on. My bike was going thugga 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 thugga, and there was there was a lot happening. It was a stressful situation. And it was also a beautiful, like overwhelmingly beautiful. Because what happened, uh, because of all the rain, it was in a super bloom. And you look down in this yeah. valley and it was just like... Green. Yeah, well, green and yellows and mm-hmm. purples. And it's usually always just kind of brown. Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And freezing. So yeah. it was amazingly yeah. beautiful. And so there was a lot going on. Um so knock took off down the road i took off uh behind him when i got to the turnoff there was due to the miscommunication knock was not waiting there for me i was at another turnoff further down the road oops <laughs> buying weed yeah, i wish <laughs> and, i wish and then it's and then you start playing the game of of like uh game theory like where yeah. is the other person and we started looking for each other <laughs> which is one long straight road mm-hmm. sort of worked out <coughs> um, we, we, but we took two different tactics of searching for each other yeah and i'll share mine and then Go you ahead. can share yours yes um i I'll continued interject. on down um originally i i i had pointed out our turnoff was four miles down not very mm. far um what i heard was you're gonna get head down there i was speeding down the road that's what i what not heard. heard was keep going for 25 miles yeah <laughs> liza employed the screw knock <laughs> fuck that guy Screw, yeah. the screw um, knock technique. So now he was he was doing his own thing. You'll you'll hear his story. But yeah. I waited at the junction for a while. He didn't come, and I thought, well, I got to go look for him. He must have missed it. Mm. I'll keep going. And this is a washboard dirt road. Yeah, about seven to twelve miles an hour is all I could handle mm-hmm. in the car with the trailer. And your Jeep Cherokee is not the most you know plush suspension. Actually, ever. no, it was pretty good. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's terrible. It was pretty good. I've ridden everywhere in that. The faster no, you it go, was pretty the smoother good. it gets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, the trailer has no suspension. Yeah. So that was taking it's a big shook. beating. Yeah. And I drove for about 20 miles on this. Yeah. Which took a long time. I was yeah. maybe like at 25 miles. <laughs> he, he went to like 25 miles. Jeez. So at How many miles can you go in a full tank of gas? Uh, <laughs> well, on a dirt road? Close to like 89 to 90. Oh, okay. So you're good. <laughs> yeah. So I got to like the third junction and no knock. And at this point, I'm like, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe he turned off at four miles and maybe he went to the campground. But I can see that there's a road here that if I make a left and these are all dirt roads that yeah. it looks like this will take me down into the valley and it connects with another road which will take me loop around to the other main road that parallels when we're on that our campground is off of and I can just do a big loop through the whole valley head back to the mm-hmm. campground so I head down this dirt road and you're passing things like um, old busted up silos you know rusting on the side and and there's like every now and then there's like a horse fence you got to get out and open the fence and go through and it's just beautiful plains and then it started going down into like a little canyon and the next thing I know I'm going down through a canyon and this is like Jeep four wheel drive road (laughs) (laughs) with like deep ruts and boulders to navigate and stuff like that and I've got my trailer with bikes on it and I'm just like fuck and where you're just like 
inching inching forward and i feel like one wheel like in the air and at one point Mm -hmm. the jeep was at like i don't know like a 30 degree angle maybe is that 30 and the trailer is at the opposite 30 degree (laughs) angle behind me and i'm just hearing everything like creak Creak and my bikes are leaning way over that trailer is paid for itself (laughs) dude that i'm serious and like i had so much adrenaline like i was shaking wow um oh by the way i might have i might have had pneumonia too oh geez yeah I i was pretty sick knock had to drive the whole way because i was very sick um i got through that and i get down and then there was another section like that mm. no nowhere <laughs> to turn around but same thing where like your wheels are just going down into these ruts and it's yeah. uneven territory and the trailer's just creaking and i get through that and then i'm down into the valley and i'm just going on this you know just two treads through this uh through this uh, like prairie almost and then i look on the google maps and it says okay now turn left here and i look up and i'm in the middle of a giant field yeah. <laughs> and there is no road interestingly <laughs> enough we had cell service of all places well in the of no BFD. not at that point that no, I, where you were, i yeah. did not there but the google maps because i had last i'd been using it while we got in there so it was still loaded the yeah, yeah, place. Yeah. <clears throat> and it, yeah it even had a name for the road yeah. that didn't exist <laughs> that that that's one of the many take-home lessons though is never trust you know you gotta anytime you go walking off the grid you gotta have a paper map yeah well, even so gps stuff fuck i was, all I was a bit cons- yeah i was a bit concerned <clears throat> Because I realized I had to turn around and go back up those mm-hmm. two two passes. Yeah. Did you ever consider um, taking one of the bikes off and parking the Jeep? I did, but there was no cell service. And honestly, I didn't know that I wanted to take the bike up that road. Because yeah, that potentially complicates a little bit more. If anything, yeah. I would have dropped the trailer and taken the Jeep. Oh, uh, okay. That was the best vehicle for it. Um, but I didn't want to drop the trailer but I also was very aware, like, shit, what if, like, the, something snaps or that flips? Yeah. Because there were points where I thought it might flip over, mm. just leaning so sharp. Wow. Um, but then I'm like, screw it. I got all the food and water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I so. said, the fuck knock technique. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I was I know. like, yeah, so, like, uh, at this point, I was maybe, like, 20 miles, you know, um, was it, like, plus five miles from where, <laughs> where I was supposed to stop, where I was supposed to wait for her. And uh, I don't know what roads you took. I don't know if you went to the left because yeah, I did. You go okay. The roads on to the left, going down that that uh, what's that? What's the name? Elkhorn Road, yeah. or whatever it is. Oh uh, yeah. They look like little trails. They didn't <laughs> look exactly. like mm-hmm. that is what I was They didn't on. look like an actual road. So to me, in my mind, I'm going. No one would take a no jeep one, down there. No, yeah, nobody with <laughs> any sense would take it down there. <laughs> and you're obviously going to go right because it's like an actual road. So I kept going, and uh, I, I realized, okay, I guess. Uh, she took a left, and uh, she's not going to come this way. So I decided to turn around. Uh, I bomb back about maybe halfway through the road. I see uh, a lady uh, who was bird watching. Bird watcher. Bird watcher. Asked her if she saw Liza. Did you see a you know a jeep with a trailer with three bikes? She's like, no, nah, I didn't see her. Yada yada yada. Which is interesting because we passed her totally passed her. I know, like, I know. <laughs> we first started on that road. Anyways, I keep going and I keep going to the uh, the paved road where essentially this dirt road starts, and I don't see her. I'm going, holy shit, what happened here? So I guess I passed her, and in my mind, I'm thinking, how is it that I did not see her going back this road, back down this road? So I turned around again. 
Uh, and at this point, I <laughs> he was just at, keeps like, going back and forth. I kept on going this back road. and forth essentially, and I'm looking at my gas. I'm going, well, um, you know, I got about another 45 miles. I'm gonna start, you know, taking some offshoots and see what I can find. Uh, didn't find anything, but eventually, sure enough, I, I found her going the opposite way i was going yeah i had come back up to yeah. the main road and yeah. some lady flagged me down yeah she's like hi um your friend is looking for you and he's he said he's gonna run out of gas <laughs> <laughs> i was like well my friend is an idiot mm-hmm. yeah yeah um but thank you i'm glad to know he's alive and but now i knew yeah. he wasn't at the campground and that now the plan is i have to find him yeah so the whole mindset of this was like okay i've lost her she knows where the campground is and when she gets there I, worst case scenario I could wait she'll come back with a bike or a search party to find me because I'll be on this road uh, which is like a really a passive way to do things which I don't know maybe I wouldn't have been the smartest yeah, and that, thing, that was like, my goal was if I didn't find yeah. you go back to the campground yeah. rally the troops come back but uh, yeah it worked out and um, found each other I, um, I asked Nock I said what was your contingency plan at that point if we didn't find each other oh yeah um uh wait for you no you said you met some people oh yeah I went on the side roads I it was a dead end, a dead end. But uh, there were people camping there, and I asked, "Hey, have you seen, you know, Liza and her big ass truck?" And I said, "No, uh, but like, if you're lost, you could come back here and uh, we got beer. With us. We got beer, <laughs> hang out." I'm like, "All right, cool." <laughs> that was his contingency plan. Was, yeah, hang out with some randos who were, who were feeding me beer. And uh, you know, I think you had your bases covered, man. Yeah, I was very polite. You got to be polite about these things. Like, Hi, how are you doing? Sorry, I'm a little lost. I'm a bit of a dummy. Um, uh, you know, I lost my friend. Da 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 da. I would like. I would like to add yeah. that the one rando that we encountered and I tried to be nice to, yeah. Liza went flying over to me to ask if what my read on the guy was because she thought he was a prisoner of some kind. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that guy? Yeah, that was very... Did he have oh, face but, tattoos or like a teardrop tattoo he was on him? Bagel. Totally fine. Yeah, okay. Speaking of meeting randos, we stopped. There's yeah. one place that's kind of a central uh, meeting point. It's where the porta potties are on the main road. There was a dude parked there. His family was uh, oh, was oh, it wasn't with you? Not so much. Oh, right. There was a dude there. Uh, oh no, it was with um, Emily. There's and, all of us. And uh, his family was using the bathroom, and he just started chatting us up. Yeah. And uh, no, that was me. Well, that was you. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Started chatting us up, and we we're just talking to him, and then um, asking like, "Oh, you ride?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, um, I uh, I ride scooter." He goes, I, "I did the scooter cannonball." Oh yeah. Really? And I'm like, well, no shit, you know Bagel? He's like, yeah. Who was this? Was his name Tom? What was his I name? I want to say Dave. 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 Cannonball he Dave. He rides a 300. Okay. I'm trying to remember. And he is from Southern California. Yeah, Santa Margarita. Yeah. Uh, that down there. Okay. But how funny to run cool. into somebody who knew. Wow. <laughs> okay, so, but the adventure's and, not done yet. And actually, that's, that's right where the uh, cannonball run went through last, there last you go. year. So, found, found Knock, thank God. Yeah. <clears throat> Come follow me. Oh, I didn't me. have my cell phone with me. I left it in the fucking yeah. car like a moron. I had water, <laughs> had my gear, I had everything I needed to survive. Like, I didn't have my goddamn cell phone. Nincompoop. Totally dumb. <laughs> totally so, dumb. <clears throat> I'm like, all right, Knock, follow me. We just got to go 20 yeah. miles back this way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the turnoff to go over and mind you this is all being rerouted back roads because of the spill we have to go up this road over a um, uh, like a little small uh, hill a bit of a grade yeah <clears throat> this road yeah. was so steep 
<laughs> my wheels were spinning on the Jeep as yeah. I'm trying to climb it. Wow. And j- and knock was you know behind what? me. I noticed your wheels spinning, and I was like, oh, dude, I better back up. This mm-hmm. might end very poorly for me. So I started to you know pedal backwards a little bit, and you made it eventually. I mean, which yeah, is Yeah, it's nice, one of those. It goes up, and then it turns, and it's a steep, banked turn. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I cannot stall it, and I cannot like put the clutch in and put the brake on. Yeah. I cannot stop. I just have to keep it revved, even if the wheels are spinning, yeah. and chug, 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 chug. You were in like, first gear the whole time up yeah. there? Yeah. I would like to say I saw you all arrive at the campground, and just looking at your faces, I could tell none of this nincompoopery had happened. <laughs> so we, we, we put on a confident face when we need to, you know? Yeah, I did not know of any of it. I heard yeah. about it in the three-hour lunch next day from Liza, her yeah. version. Yeah. Um, I can silly. tell you, I think it's because um, by the time we arrived to the campground and it was like dawn. We had left early <laughs> so we could go dirt biking yeah. that day. I know. The sun was setting. We had to set up camp. Yeah. But I felt like um, I felt shit because I was sick. Um, I felt like if even if I didn't get to ride, I had had my adventure. So, yeah, here's the thing is I'm usually horribly overprepared for these things, but for some reason this one time I just like, all right, I'll just chill with Liza and like roll with it. Normally I would have been looking at the map, figuring out the ingress and egress routes and all this shit, <clears throat> but I decided, hey, I'm on vacation. Fuck it. Let her do all the big brain stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad idea because like I was basically unprepared. Not not to say you're you're, you're a horrible you know, <coughs> brain. I just like wasn't un, wasn't prepared. It was stupid. So it did work out. Yeah, it did work out. So how was the actual writing? As interesting as, so, as like the Laurel and Hardy well, show is. Yeah, yeah. I am kind of curious. Yeah, I've yeah been the writing was to good. That area. It was fun. Uh, we had fun. So, well, like, how was, was it? So, fire roadie? Was it tracky? So, so Carrizo yeah. Plains. It's it's a bunch of dirt roads going around, but then there are is these. Is there Teresa there? Uh, <laughs> no, but Plains. we found a dead red rattlesnake. <laughs> we all ran over it. Um, but it's a, and then it's a bunch of roads like up into the hills that could go anywhere they can yeah. become a jeep track you just don't know it's like hard packed dirt so uh the next day on on saturday mike and i and uh, like maybe like 10 other people uh decided to just go on a ride because interestingly enough this is a you know choose your own adventure but like i opted out to just start following somebody because like i don't know what the fuck's going on so i just stuck with carrie and her crew uh we ended up going on a bunch yeah, of fire after roads. friday i'd have hung out with a bunch of people too yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and so like uh, uh the roads were cool yeah, they were just mostly hard packed fire roads um the further out out of the valley we were uh, going the twistier it got uh mike was kind of bored with it at the end of the ride because he just he thought he would you know it was it was gonna be like hollister or something for him um but he uh but he discovered that the next day yeah he well yeah the next day he uh went on a separate ride uh with like two other people and they kind of explored the trails and uh, he that's when he got stoked he's like all right cool this is exactly what i was looking for Did a two-hour ride it was totally worth it and but um you know after after that day we kind of all figured out the lay of the land so we're definitely going to be more comfortable with it if we go next time you know um it's always hard to just kind of orient yourself when you're in the middle of fucking nowhere you know um so, and but. the location we were was beautiful it was actually private land yeah um and it had a I want to say like a not a track, but it had a dirt road that circumvented it that took about fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I just did that over and over and over because yeah. I wasn't feeling well enough to go out on a ride with anyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I did it many times with Anna. I did it on many bikes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just had 
fun doing this loop because it had enough variety a little bit of sand some turns some mm. riverbed some rocks so um, it was yeah. great so I the way it's it. set up is like we have the campsite and around it was just basically a ring of trails that shot off here and there uh, a couple of them went to the main road and um you if you did get lost there you kind of end up getting shot out in the main <clears> road so you weren't really lost but uh, yeah, once again, once you got the got a lay of the land, it's it was a bit more familiar. And I wanted to give kudos to Otis. Oh, oh yeah, uh, man, Otis, who legend. pulled up at night in the dark. I will never. Who had forget. ridden from San Francisco? Oh, on a thumper. I think I on a it was a two fifty. Yeah, it was on a, he was on a WRX, I think. <laughs> I wonder if that's the same Otis we rode with this weekend. It, it, probably. probably. Skinny yeah. guy? Yeah. 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 He he nice. rode, so that must have been like a f- yeah. four, four and a half hour trip. Uh, more like six on that bike. On yeah. a yeah. 250 <laughs> Thumper wow. at night, and he was wearing um, like rain gear. Over pants. He, over pants, and he got off his bike, and he came up to us all standing around the fire pit. Cold as fuck. And didn't realize... He melted his pants. Oh, shit. He just stood there, and, like, they just shriveled up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, trying to get warm. Shrink wrap that shit. He he was shaking shaking people's hands with what felt like a corpse hand. Oh, my God. And then he stood in front of the fire, and then he went, "Uh uh-oh, in his very understated way. And then his pants were just melted. (laughs) Wow. Um, Good group of people, a lot of fun, good entertainment. At night, so, and it was that type of thing where oh, you wanted to talk about the meals, knock. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, um, I had dry goods. <laughs> what we had it was uh, <laughs> we were eating hand to mouth. What was it called again? Um, uh, knock started grazing, and yes. I, I think it was timing the graze because I was impressed. It went on for hours, like, <laughs> like cows do. I expended a lot of calories uh, that day. Ruminating. And, and yeah. I I busted him, but because I was doing it too, and I said, "Oh look, you're having raccoon dinner like yes. me." <laughs> yes. And the definition of raccoon dinner for campers um, is when you just don't have enough energy to fire up the jet boil, but other people have opened things like tins of sardines yes. and crackers. <laughs> and, um, no, like cheese-infused burgers and uh, right, really interesting. sausage and things. Yeah. So good food. And, and couscous and, and things just kept well, coming out. It was Otis who made couscous. Uh-huh. He was doing the Michelin star business on his little jet boil. But <laughs> all I know is I looked over and the raccoon was at work. So I said, oh, you're having <laughs> raccoon Knock dinner. Raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> and so was I. And he had the quote of the weekend. Oh, I said, uh, I'm just just a satellite participant of Raccoon Dinner. Which I had to immortalize on Facebook for him. She liked that very much. Oh, I did. Sometimes I put words together that make sense and are funny. Uh, no, really. <laughs> oh, I wanted to give a quick um, com- a review or compare by comparison. Hmm. So I had the... Oh, wait, Colin, can we talk about fish real quick on that ride? Oh, you weren't on that ride with us. So, fish of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Sardines? Fish. The, so, fish that from the man, like, the man Fish. City like Bike Jesus? Magazine. City bike magazine. Oh. a guest here. He was a guest here. He and his wife rode two up on a Buell Ulysses <laughs> yeah. uh, on 17s oh, with knobbies. That wow. When he was here, he was asked what his up-the-butt bike was. Yeah. That was it. And then just after that, he went and bought it. Yeah. Nice. And so... Yeah. Inspired him. It was pretty cool to see. Inspired him? Or... Well, Tam is a sport. She just <laughs> goes, yep. Yeah. Uh, she got off the bike and she had ibuprofen and a beer. Yeah. 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 Anyways, 
it was very cool to see. Can because I, can I do my review now? Y'all, hold on, just y'all. Uh, no, not yet. Okay. <laughs> because y'all know. You let, you let me know when you're done. Seventeen-inch wheels on the dirt can be very festive, and uh, isn't that you what know? you had? Yes. Okay. I dumped it five minutes in their first ride. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, my front tire pushed into a rut. I'm going. Oh, I should gas out of this. And then when I was finished, when I'd finished that thought, I was already going over the bars. <laughs> so there you go. That didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, sorry, that's it. That's all I got to say about that. Okay, my turn now? Yes. I get, wa- watching you two bicker with matching shirt, shirts on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maroon, even. Married or something. Like old so, school. I had the um, the CRF 250L that I bought for this. The uh, KLR 650 that I wanted to try out. Fantastic And bike. I was doing this this loop. Uh, you know, it's like, like I said, about 15 minutes. What was it like a mile? No, I walked it, and yeah, yeah. it took a long-ass time, so I can tell you it's probably three miles. Maybe, okay, three-mile loop. And I found on the CRF, that was fun. Dude, that's a super capable bike. Super capable. Um, yeah. It was just, like, you're just skimming through, and you're, like, picking your line and throwing yeah. it around, and... I, the whole time, like, I, I was trying to decide whether I was going to take my XR or your bike, because, like, you were sick that day, and I was like, you know what, I, maybe I should... You know, try the uh, CRF, and as cool and awesome as it was, I wasn't familiar with the bike, but like, it, it did <clears throat> what it needed. To, it was it was a good bike. Yeah, and I yeah. just found like even like in some of the sandy areas, like you could just get gas out of it and yeah. use your hips, move it around. A very capable, and I was yeah. getting really pretty confident yeah. zipping around on it, and I was getting good at this this track as I call it. And then I hopped on the KLR and I went and did it. <clears throat> And the KLR, I didn't need to throw it around or do all this stuff. It just kind of the tractor way humped, through, huh? just humped, humped its way through everything. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that's actually less work." Yeah, that that's that's not a bad bike. Torque and power ain't it. bad. And then I hopped on Matt's GS twelve hundred and did it, and it was no work at all, hmm. zero work. I just stood there pointed, throttled, and it just went everywhere and did whatever I needed it to. Were you able to use the rear brake easier than on the dirt bikes? I couldn't on, I, on his bike at all use a rear brake. Um, it took me about a mile to find the rear brake. Oh, because of adjustment? <clears throat> no, it was. it's uh, tiny and it's really close to the engine. Oh, I see. So yeah, my yeah, yeah. foot couldn't find it. Yeah. And then when I did find it, it's it has to be pushed down way low. <clears throat> Um, so I didn't really use it that much, but just the engine braking and the, the front brake, uh, I didn't have to. I, I knew the trail well enough, but I just, I, I have to say, I kind of drank the GS Kool-Aid mm-hmm. because... Yeah, uh, the weight's a lot lower than you think it is on that bike. Well, I realized I was going as fast as I was on the CRF and I wasn't working at all. Yeah. And actually, um, at one point, Matt was following me, and I was on the CRF, and I'm like, ah, I'm going to show him, because I'm really good at it now. And I'm like, wave it around. And he's just right behind me, standing <laughs> up, just keeping up. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so um, it was very interesting to ride all three bikes. Big difference. They were all fun for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we went into town, I took the KLR, because that was much better. Oh, on the washboard, it sucked it up. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, feel the washboard faster. at all. Wow. Just go faster. We were, we were, well, no, on my KLR too, but we were doing like 70. On the mm-hmm. GS? On the know. washboard dirt road. 
Well, and then my my uh, hugger flew off, and you picked it up. Thank you very much. <laughs> she hit a pothole, hit a, a little huge bit of pothole. speed. And I love how how Liza, Captain Obvious, goes. I was wondering why you went over that pothole, as if I did it intentionally. <laughs> okay, you want to go there? I uh, know, but anyway, she picked up my trash, so some some random car didn't go over it. No, the reason I said that is you were kind of swerving around the outsides of the potholes. Okay, and I was taking a path down the middle so you could like find a path right down the middle of them doing a zigzag and not, and not zigzag just kind of hold a straighter line but mm-hmm. you were actually really traversing around them i just like to make it interesting and that's why i was like you just nailed this one straight on because it was a hide you were committed to a path yeah i'm trying to see if the hide nows can handle it yeah and her her or hugger on the tire just flew up and then it's like bouncing down at me <laughs> yeah i locked up the wheel a little bit but managed to stop it and stop cars and get i it. yeah i might have just kept going myself i know that's bad but i definitely want to go back knock you want to go back there yeah yeah now i figured out what the hell's going on and like I, i'm a lot more prepared for it for sure <laughs> after hearing your story i'm never going anywhere with you two <laughs> oh, good. i'll just good. meet you there just smart meet me smart that's a good call man. oh yeah. yeah i think i think jim already figured it out that's why he didn't come <laughs> um his instructions unclear penis stuck in machinery we should go back we should pick a date later this summer and uh go back down there sounds like fun yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm glad we took the electric mini bikes Mm. I used it like a mobility scooter to go back and forth <laughs> for 30 yards to the to the uh, campfire. Yeah, <laughs> um, But people had fun tooling around. And some of the the wives who showed up who weren't riders, we let them ride. And they had a blast, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So it was some for everybody out there. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was exactly. Cool. And Rena never sat down. She rode everything that moved. Yeah. Nice. She's cool. I like her. Yep. Um, more rides going on. Um, let's start with... Bagel, yeah. you did an awesome ride today. I did. Uh, actually, this whole weekend, uh, I rode up uh, to Santa Rosa for a, uh, a little get-together that uh, some friends are having up there, and I uh, found out that a couple of dames were riding up, too, so I met up with them in Mel, Mel Valley, <clears throat> uh, rode with uh, Rose, her husband Ian, uh, Pam, uh, Lisha, and... Uh, um, Otis. Otis, yeah. And, uh, yep, so we rode up, uh, although Otis Otis uh, pulled off halfway up there uh, because his chain was completely, uh, like, so stretched out, like, he could barely keep it on the bike. <laughs> so so he uh, he, sw- he stopped off to uh, to swap his chain out and ended up showing up later that night. But, uh, but we had a, an awesome ride through a lot of the back roads. Um, took Kabe one uh, part of the way up along the coast, up, uh, up in Marin. So wait, you're on your scooter riding with all those big bikes? Yeah. Oh yeah! Damn, bagel. Yeah, you, know, you so I, badass. But you know they were slowing me down, but that's okay. It was fun. It was fun to ride with them. <laughs> so, and uh, we had a great ride in and uh, an awesome party last night. Um, woke up, you know, late this morning, grabbed some breakfast, uh, and we were gonna gonna get ready to head back, but uh, Lisha's bike wouldn't start. Uh, and um, what what kind of bike? She has a an 06 Triumph uh, Scrambler. Oh, really? And nice, nice looking bike. And uh, it sounds really nice too. Wait, is this a Triumph with an electrical problem? 
Why, what, yes, what, it would, is. what would Emma say about that? <laughs> Prince of Darkness, Not maybe? Much. <laughs> no, actually, actually, it was it was a a bad battery. Um, the battery that was in there was it was first of all a cheapo battery, which it, she I have to say I was very impressed. It was a forty dollar battery that lasted six years. Wow, six years in San Francisco. So so that that battery gave everything that it had, uh, but it was just done. Um, so uh, so we luckily there was an AutoZone open that had the right battery for a bike so we went over and got it um we asked them to put put the battery on a charger you know just to top it off before we went and got it but they were like oh it's charged up we don't need to put it on a charger we're like "Uh, you really should put it on a charger oh no we don't we don't charge these they're all they're all charged up and we're like okay whatever dude (laughs) so so we rode down there she got the battery and asked them to like test it you know just to make sure and and finally it took a while to figure out how to test it we basically had to do the test ourselves. <laughs> so we did the test, and the battery came back with like 12.5 volts and 76% charged. <laughs> so we were just like, oh, crap. Well, let's just take it and see what we can do. And luckily, it was enough to, to start get the bike started, and she was able to ride home. Okay. And, uh, and we had a, had a lovely ride back through uh, some of the back roads to uh, Petaluma, and then nice. jumped on the freeway from there. How was the, how many miles was the ride total? Uh, for me, it was about three thirty-five round trip. Nice, damn, that's a good yeah. ride, dude. Yeah, yeah. that's and, some biker shit. And this is yeah. the first real ride that I've done on my GTS since I got it back together yeah. uh, after coming back from my big trip last summer and tearing it apart. Um, and at least this is the first time it's been completely back together. Yay! Yeah, so feels good well, though, doesn't well, it? Well, my, like... minus the top case that fell off two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's no, that's the, that's another story. Like, but like it totally feels good to go on that long ass yes. ride. You realize that your shit's reliable yes. now. Like, and it, you know? It did great, except for one little hiccup uh, on the way up. It, it like cut out uh, on me for some reason. Oh damn! And I pulled over and I was like, "What the hell?" I tried to start it up. It started right back up. So I just kept going, and it ran like a top the rest of the weekend. So interesting. I don't know if I like bumped the kill switch or what, but it just yeah, some some weird fluke. Other than that, it ran great. Um, I was doing eighty miles an hour coming back down here, just nice. make, <laughs> making it time for the podcast. Uh, but uh, yeah, the bike's running top, and uh, I am really really happy about it. Uh, ready to for another season of riding. Yeah, it is quote unquote riding season around here. Yeah, a lot of people oh. out today. Yes. I mean, with uh, was it four twenty on Saturday and uh, Good Friday and uh, Easter being today. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a lot of people out, man. You yeah. know, people on their in their bikes. People that have no business on being on the road as well, too, you know, but and, what are going to do? Well, we got another ride report. Jim, you had two days of good riding. Yeah, well, I had, I had one day of really good riding and another day of, <laughs> of riding. <laughs> well, no, no, but I will say hats off to the World War community and uh, to yeah. the the brilliant concept of the Ripple Relay. I yeah. thought we got to drink Ripple and then ride, but apparently that wasn't the case. <laughs> Slightly disappointing. But, um, no, I think... Uh, so yesterday we got to ride on a World War Ripple event. Yeah, awesome. and so just to confirm, so I've been giving updates on the uh, Women Riders World Relay, which mm. is uh, Swiss or Germany in Germany right now. I want to say. Oh wow! Heading north. Um, oh yeah, because they had to go down over then back. Oh, well, it's going right? all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, they went to the KTM factory and got a oh, tour. Oh, nice, nice. In Austria, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but we also started these Ripple relays, and the Ripple relays. Uh, are country specific and they have been in each country that wants to participate they've got the whole year to just keep running around that country and try and hit as many women because we know that there's a lot of people can't participate in the short window of time that the actual global relay comes through 
So um, we got a great organizer named Sarah Worthy Lake here in the U.S. I am not the organizer of this Ripple Relay. I was just a participant who signed up for it because this was the California portion and it's heading up to Oregon right now. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I invited uh, Jim because as as the rules are for the Women Riders World Relay, you're allowed to bring male companions. And since Jim is my riding buddy on many it's occasions. bitch. And, <laughs> and plus, plus this guy. Don't project on me, he, son. This, this guy, you can this insert him into any situation and everyone will like him. Like, he's the guy you can bring in. He's like the Swiss Army knife. Jim is a charming of, of fellow. Partners, so you can just he drop him in. pants wet. <laughs> and I got, to, I got to see him naked right before we started. Uh, you got you a sneak peek. <laughs> well, then. So, yeah. So, we met the women down and... They were meeting just down the street from where we live here. Yeah, out on the wharf. I thought it was a great place to mm-hmm. kick off from. Yeah, so the end of the wharf. And, yeah. and the plan was to go ride through art, the Santa art, Cruz art. Mountains. They, they were not playing around. This was a long ride plan. What I thought was funny is we're having breakfast down there beforehand, and you're like, you know, maybe we should check in the beginning and be like, hey, you know, we're real familiar with these roads and blah, 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 and kind of take control. And then we met everybody and kind of hopped on the bikes and started riding. And what was the woman who was leaving? Sue. Sue was hauling the mail. Oh. Son. It was nice. like, you yeah. know, not crazy Hell fast, yeah. but it was a very pleasant pace. Spirited. Yeah, the roads were a little wet, you know. Spirited and, and passing cars when you when appropriate. are stuck behind. When appropriate. Yeah. But like aggressively, really. which is nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. like not, not pussyfooting around, just being all bow. She, so she was on a GS700. Oh, nice. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great bike. A lot of BMWs. But no, it was a hoot. It was a really nice group of people. And, uh, and I thought the route they picked was, was cool, too. Yeah, it was all throughout the mountain. So we went up Old San Jose Road up to the Summit Store that Anna mm. you were at. Mm-hmm. Then cut across um, over 17 to what, what Bear Creek? Mm-hmm. Yep, Bear and Creek. Kept going, and then we ended up. Uh, I don't know how I've never done this, but I've never stopped at the that forest. Where'd we stop? The forest? Yeah, the, the, the giant redwood trees. Oh, the, Big Basin. Big Basin. Oh, big basin. I, somehow I can't believe you've never been there. Because so many rides go through there. You've been to 236, though, right? You've never, never stopped there. Awesome I've ride. never stopped there. Yeah. What? You're like, yeah. no, you've I think I've like there. ridden through. I'm like, oh, oh, what, oh where is this place? No, I never know where I am when I go through there. It's beautiful up there. Yep. Yeah, so we stopped for the giant redwoods, and then it was wet out. Dude, it's not yeah. raining, so like... It we, wasn't we, raining, it was thick fog. Well, I don't know. Well, the day before, so Friday, it was like 80 degrees. It was awesomely nice. And then I knew it was going to cool off yesterday, and it did, no big deal. And I'm like, in town, it was okay. And I was debating on putting on those, uh, like like some legit oh, yeah. kind of, you know, weather pants. And I looked up in the mountains. I'm like, nah, it'll be fine. It felt nice in town. And yep, nope, it <laughs> sucked, dude. No, this, but, was, uh, this was yesterday, right? Yesterday, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I caught yep. some of that going up to the city. Well, and we were, when we were at breakfast, I'm like, maybe I... It feels kind of warm out. Maybe I'll take my sweatshirt off underneath my jacket, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't. But yeah, we headed up, and it was that thick, thick fog that makes everything wet. You mean Carl? Yeah. You're going through a cloud at that point. <laughs> yeah. You're well, in a cloud. I was at one point, like too, we went through, there was this gap in the, we were up, up somewhere high on a ridge line, and a gap in the woods, and visibility went down to like, like I don't know, 200 feet or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, yeah, it was, it was not good. It was nuts. But uh, when the fog is that thick, it uh, gets caught in the redwoods, and then it drops. So it's like rain. Mm-hmm. But yep. it's it's not actually raining, but it's just like rain. But it's because it's so humid, you're in the 
fog, like the inside of my wind of my face mask got wet that, too. That's why it's called a rainforest, you know. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that bad. It's just like, I don't know. I wasn't prepared, but whatever. <laughs> we were we got wet, eh, and I whatever. forgot to bring my raincoat that I want to take all the time. Mm-hmm. And we went to lunch, and we were just soggy bottom. Yeah, but great road zone. They had lunch at Alice's. You can get it, anything mm-hmm. you want. Knock <clears throat> except Alice. Except Alice. And mm-hmm. then it continued on, and at that point, Jim was like, you know, my underwear's wet. I think I'm just going to go home. I got. <laughs> oh, fuck this. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to say something. I think we, yeah, there's only a few activities where when your bum's wet, it's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Motorcycling is not one of them. Um, and I was like, yeah, I, I think I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to ride with them a little bit longer. But um, damn, these girls were not straight lining anything. <laughs> it was every back road you could take. Nice. And awesome. in doing so, I discovered a road I had not been on before. Oh. Called Stage Road. Oh, yes. Stage Road is fun. from Pescadero. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've been up there. <laughs> this road was banked turns through like horse fields. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing there mm-hmm. and just banked turns one after the other after mm-hmm. the other. It's like 20 feet wide. But yeah. it's gorgeous. And Beautiful bicycles. Ride. A lot of fucking bicycles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of bicycles. And by the time we got down there, we were no longer in the fog. It had broken. And everything was warming up. It was sunny. The roads magically were dry. Hmm. And the riding got good. Mm-hmm. It got real good. And Sue was keeping up a good pace. Yeah, no, she was spirited. Everybody was was pretty quick on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was already gone, but yeah, no, they were fast. So yeah, so I gave last night. I gave Jim the report, dude. You you missed out, man. Stage mm. road. So Jim. Yeah, went I didn't miss today. out because I went home and had a nice hot shower and a little toddy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but this morning I woke up and you know I get up early and was doing some things. I was actually going through the two twenty five last couple of nights doing vowels and put the card back in and blah 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 and i uh, looked at the clock and it was still early like nine o'clock and i'm like i'm going for a ride so talk to you and about mm-hmm. how cool stage road i'm like i've never been on that road either mm-hmm. and i didn't know if i want to like bomb it because i just came down the coast yesterday and i didn't know if i want to go back up the coast and spend that time slabbing it to get up there and i hopped on the road and i was like yeah screw it let's go up highway one because it's a nice way to start you know start the day just kind of humming up the coast and it's a great variety of riding because, you know, when you're going like me and Liza were talking, you know, being on a leader bike on Highway 1 is a mm-hmm. lot of fun because, yeah. you know, there's traffic on and off. But when you want to pass traffic, as long as you're patient, you can find a really nice stretch of open road. You can do it with authority, too, oh, is what's important. And yeah. Can we just say through. that there are rarely, rarely mm-hmm. cops there? Knock on wood. Yeah. Rarely. Because so, I was doing like a, because there was a one long stretch. And it was set up perfect, like a long straight one where it went down in front of you mm-hmm. and came back up and you could see the whole way mm-hmm. so drop a gear and there's probably i don't know I, I think i ended up passing about 12 cars yeah so and it was, was, it was like knock on wood the Fuck motorcycle you. gods were smiling yeah because i'm a humming it's rarely you get to redline that bike like in third and fourth gear yeah. and when you do it's like well then yeah. it really starts to perform well like it's it just everything works better it's up breathing there at that range. wants to yeah yeah wow. and uh because you just haul in the mail past these cars and it came out as big sweeping turn at the end and i'm like about three more cars cars left to go which is probably like 200 300 yards you know mm-hmm. the speed we're going and it worked out perfect just back in and um so it's fun to be able to go from doing like you know 115 or so <clears throat> passing cars and, and and it's not out of control it's fairly safe i think yeah. well no it, it is safe because it, this is a double yellow line because most cars could not pass in that space yeah. but on these bikes especially leader bikes that we know yeah. well we know exactly how fast we can accelerate yeah. mm-hmm. and drop back in we're not cutting anyone off yeah. so and we can do it within that space 
space of, of having a yeah, good and, view. And there's no driveways. There's no side streets. No, no. It's right. just you had the formula, right? You had yeah. a good line of sight, power, and you could. Um, everybody was just predictable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you well, know the road. They're, n- they're not passing because it's a double yellow. Right. Yeah. And what's cool about it is all of a sudden you all of a sudden you're doing that, and then you make one one quick turn. So I went up the coast to Gazos Creek, which is I don't know what's that twenty Gazos or thirty miles too. up. Yeah. Made a ride at Gazos there, and then next thing you know, you're throwing the bike around and you know in second gear on yeah. these crazy twisties. And yeah. Same thing. It would open up, and uh, so yeah, I, so I went up Gazos Creek to Pescadero Creek to 84, 84 down to Stage Road where uh, Liza was. And you can go two ways because there's that little town there. So you go up one way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's, it's just stellar. Um, yeah. It reminds me of a road, Anna, that you may know at Mount Tamalpais. I think we mm-hmm. talked about yeah. halfway down Mount Tam, you go out towards the... Bellinas, Fairfax. Yes. Bellinas. Yes. And it's Fairfax. yeah about 20 feet wide. And um, other than the bicycles, it was freaking you gorgeous. Guys, you guys just have to make friends with the bicycles. The reason I'm yeah. on a motorcycle is because I did years on a bicycle. Uh-huh. That looks miserable. Yeah. Or, but, you, uh, yeah. or you could just... <laughs> on their own of our scooter rides. Yeah. Yeah, but the uh, the bicycles were cool. There was one time where there was a blind corner coming up and they were kind of waving me down, not all frantic, but just being like, they were Take making a, at least they were making a, a movement where I, I was like, okay, something's going on. And yeah. sure enough, a car. The only sketchy moment was like fucking Fast and Furious was bombing downhill at us. I didn't know it. And I went around a bike, a couple of bicyclists and here comes like all these little Honda Civics with, you know, oh, all no. this shit and stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know? The wings. But everybody was driving, everybody was on the right side of the road, more or less. Was, was there a lot of motorcyclists out, or is it yeah, a lot of bikes? Yeah. Um, you know, at different junctions. So after all that, I went back the other way, took Alpine Road. Yeah, fucking in the middle one. of nowhere. It's tight. I mean, from crazy. bottom oh, yeah. up or top down. From bottom up all the way yeah, over over the mountains, back yeah. down where I eventually hooked up to the skyline and yeah. all that. Page Mill. So at all those, yeah, yeah, somewhere over there, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, but all those junctions, there were there were tons of bikes. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And Jim, when I was coming home and I'm bombing down one, same thing. You're like in the groove, mm-hmm. and you're just controlling the road, right? <clears throat> Hauling, passing everyone. I was feeling good, and it's been a long time since I've had a ride like this that mm-hmm. I was really in the groove. Mm-hmm. And you know what? To be fair, it's like. The, the weather hasn't been as cooperative as, as no. it would be too. So. Well, because yeah, I, I hate wet leaves. I hate yeah. dealing with that shit. You never know. Mm-hmm. Everything was it, it got perfect. But so I was like, I don't want it to end. Yeah. yeah. So I did Bonnie Dune, awesome. Ice Cream Grade, mm-hmm. um, you know what? I Empire o- Grade. I always end up regretting not taking that extra road. Like I go, mm-hmm. yeah, I cut my ride short today, and I go home and I sit down. And I go, I should have fucking gone on that road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just take the extra road, man. Yeah, the roads were great, and it's fun. It's like it, it, in some ways, I want to like do a track day now where I don't have to worry about all the stuff that you worry about riding around here but at the same time man it, I'm telling you like I felt the same way at the end of the day today probably did 140 miles over a few hours and you know the bulk of it was you know twisties but I felt so much better because it had been raining it had been a while since you know we had some fast rides to the hills so it felt really good to and I got the new tires I got the chicken strips more or less scrubbed off of them and yeah um, you're accessing but, parts of your brain that you're like oh I'm familiar with this yeah well like, dusting hmm. off the cobwebs you know yeah and, and you gotta be on it because like you get on those roads up there and they just chip sealed them I guess a while back so all the signs were like loose gravel bicycles mm. not advised yeah yeah and you're like how far am I going to be leaning over in this turn where mm. all of a sudden there's that pile bagel of gravel yeah. kind of sitting there that <laughs> right. the cars go over just waiting for you yeah that or cars or whatever pick your thing but it was it was a hoot good but, to be back but on the yeah. bike yeah but like, like you were saying I mean this weekend was great for me because it, this is the first real long ride that I've taken <laughs> since last summer and, and I needed it man I mean it, I, I, I felt like I was not with 
you know, my skills were not up to par when I, you know, took off yesterday. But by the time I got back today, I felt like I was back, back in it again. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So, Joel, are you are you bummed hearing all this talk that you didn't have bring yeah. a bike up here? Uh, yeah, I'm a little sad. Uh, you know, do you have Do you have these kind of roads in Ohio? Illinois. Good lord, <laughs> here we go with no s on the end. <laughs> if you if you have to pronounce it fancy, it's French, so it's Illinois. 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 Nice. Uh, so we can. I'm in the middle of the state, and it is flat. flat is that by flat. Detroit? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but it's flat, 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 and there's not a lot of twisties unless you're driving through somebody's ritzy neighborhood, and they love it mm. when you do that. Um, but if you get into the, you know, especially the northwestern part of the state, or down in the south, is that near Coeur d'Alene? Uh, no, it'd be uh, near the other one you called it earlier, uh, Iowa. Uh, um, but there's some good good roads up that way. There's some really good, you know, the river road runs north and south along the Mississippi. is really nice place to ride. And then anything down uh, Shawnee National Forest area is is great, mm. great riding. So yeah, where, where are you in, in Illinois again? Uh, East Central, right around Champaign. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm just looking at the map it's, right I'm, now. I'm in a geographic oddity, two and a half hours from anything cool. Yeah. So, um, so <laughs> Halfway between Chicago and, and Kentucky, he said he doesn't even yeah, have a right gas about. station in his town. Yeah, I live I live about eight miles from Champaign, and uh, no gas station. No, mm. I've got no bar. It's a dry township. Uh, no gas station. No, mm. no nothing. There's a t-shirt factory and a post office. So, wow. are you going to be around next weekend? No, dude. Uh, I fly dude. out uh, either Friday late or Saturday. Dude, morning. extend your trip. <laughs> we'll put you on a bike. Well, so the problem is, uh, I get home. At the earliest Friday night, at the latest Saturday night, and I've got to be driving to Leavenworth, Kansas on Sunday morning. Because I will put you on your pick of Jim's bikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be it'd be a ball, but it's just it's not going to work this trip. But my wife and I have already talked about it. The originally we were planning a northern trip for national parks, and uh, yeah, yeah. and now that's ex- yeah. that's extended west. So Sweet. Uh, it's probably going to be next summer, maybe two summers. You know, wife, kids. It's going to be probably four weeks long truck camper and then whatever things with wheels i can fit in the truck with road the life and then yeah <laughs> just gonna have a ball with it is so. this your first time to santa cruz to santa cruz yeah what do you think so far um i really dig the vibe here between here um i stopped at Seacliff and capitola um and monterey last night stayed in seaside and really just everything is so mellow everybody's really cool i mean i saw the most california thing you could ever see today <laughs> no wait hold on did Good. it involve a vw bus no okay close not eating those uh, little hot dogs <laughs> <laughs> two meats two Uca- meat ukulele jam Yes. Yeah. On the beach uh-huh. with dudes oh. surfing and paddle boarding in the background. Yeah. That sounds about right. right. That's I think that's right. on the tourist photos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah we, have, we have a ukulele jam down here at um, Crow's Nest. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They got like, a ukulele club. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's what it looked like. That was down at Capitola today. Uka, ukulele. Ukulele. Yeah, yeah. How do you say it? Ukulele. Oh, yeah. I know ukulele. where you were at the village. Yeah. They, yeah. they go down there some days, too. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty California. But you're getting a little bit of a taste for our roads. Did you make it into the hills at all? Uh, no, but I, I did drive up one through Big Sur um, the whole way from, uh, stayed on one the whole way mm-hmm. up from Slow. So, nice. um, you know, kind, you got of, kind of ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. In spots. And I mean, yeah. the rental car company didn't, didn't hurt me either. So I'm in a Mustang convertible. So. Oh, sweet. It's supposed to be in a compact car, but <laughs> they ran out of compact cars. Oh, what do you do? Oh, you bummer. Do? Yeah, it was sad. <laughs> Darn. Well, I, I hope you're enjoying your time. And you did get to hang out in the garage all day today and get a feel for it. Yeah, I, I told Liza when I got here that I really dig what you guys are doing. I, I hang out with a bunch of guys who ride, and we've all got our own garages, and we all help each other out. But mm-hmm. 
we've never really just opened the doors to anybody to come in. I mean, if a guy swings by anyone's help, we're not going to say no, but you know, who really just stops into random guy's garage. So, um, that was one of the things that made me want to come up and, and visit was that's, that should be i mean that's what the biking community is and long as mm-hmm. you're gonna stop alongside the road and help somebody i mean why why not let people know where you're at um we use uh we've used north american biker rescue mm-hmm. on facebook one time mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. on a trip and that worked out amazing and who knew that somebody was gonna have the shock collar for a cb 750 in uh michigan city indiana i have one yeah (laughs) this this guy had one and came and picked the guy up who broke it took him to his house to make sure he got the right one with a shock in hand and brought him back and helped us install on his bike wow so damn um and that was just one quick facebook post away so i mean that's what the community's all about in my opinion and yeah. uh, and i love that you guys have just opened the doors to the garage every week and let people do that yeah i appreciate your help and you saw we're not working with a large facility here uh no 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 <laughs> in fact you have to duck to walk in well at least i do um but just with what we have uh people are able to come through here and and help out and then i love where people like anna shows up with uh her her what do you call your your plate of yumminess. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. No, I didn't have charcuterie. Well, there was. No. It was a raccoon yeah, dinner part two. Charlie had the charcuterie. I wanted, I wanted to revisit the raccoon diner uh. <laughs> <laughs> and see what he did, and he did not disappoint this evening. <laughs> My problem is I can't stop fucking eating. <laughs> I, I thought he had a little bit of a tapeworm, so I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> I probably do. If I didn't, it would be a different story. You got to name it. You get a tapeworm again. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. He's my. <laughs> you name it Bosley. Bosley, yeah. <laughs> Mr. B, number two. I, I'm glad that somebody offered up a, a knife because we were going to use fingers. That was, uh. Well, that was the thing. Charlie shows up with leftover beers and, and waters, and Anna shows up with charcuterie, and then Joel's got the knife. And it was just a, just a little impromptu gathering. I have to admit, I kind of wanted to just I still hang out there. We were having just as much fun hanging out, talking there as we did in here. Hmm. To the portal. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, I wanted to talk for a second about insurance. Mm, yeah. Motorcycle insurance. Dude, you're getting gangbanged on that thing. So I have <laughs> a policy here. It's bad. I just received this, my new policy. Yeah. And um, I have to give them a call. So I do get the multiple bike discount. <laughs> I, I do have a one, two, three, four five six bikes on this policy you have six motorcycles on the policy on this policy <laughs> oh man well because i forgot to add the CRF, what, what, so i have to add that to it what also. happened to downsides remember when you had four i did it was the my formula was negative two and minus two plus one that was my does that, formula. What does that mean? N minus 2 plus 1. The regular formula is N plus 1. Yeah. And, and, and it, it applies to motorcycles. It applies to guns. Yep. Uh, it applies to <laughs> yeah. knives. Yep. So N is the number you currently have, mm-hmm. plus 1. So how many do you need N plus 1? So N minus 2 plus 1. Is the an- is antithesis. No. <laughs> it meant I had to sell 2 to buy 1. So I was doing that for a while, and I got it down to 10. Mm-hmm. And then I bought. Some. You got it down to ten. <laughs> I did. So anyway, I need, I well need to then. Do that. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm having trouble figuring out what's going on here. So, um, and I'll just say it's progressive ridiculous. progressive insurance and um, progressively <clears throat> charging you more. And I don't have the bike covered. 
because I have too many bikes. Right. Kawasaki Versus came in at 132 a year. The uh, mm. 1979 yeah. XS750 came in at $74 a year. Yeah. The Honda Elite 250 came in at $74 a year. And this mm-hmm. is just minimum coverage or what? Mm-hmm. Okay. The uh, DR350, $74 a year. The 2012 KLR650 came in at 148 a year. Mm. I think maybe because that's newer. Mm-hmm. And then the 2012 KTM 990 SMT came in at $857 a year. What? And, and I can tell you a little about that because I worked in insurance for a oh, few months. Oh, do, because uh-huh. I do not understand so, what's happening. Well, there are statistics nationwide. And the underwriters, <coughs> those are the ma- magicians behind all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, each company, whether it's progressive or... I won't mention the other ones. They uh, they circulate the facts and figures, and they make a determination. If you're a good driver, it's one thing, but this is kind of cross the board, depending on statistics on those makes and models. Like a Hayabusa, forget it. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, so, is, so, it, is, it, is it because Jocelyn Snow owned this motorcycle <laughs> before you did? Um, <laughs> and so, I wonder if it's because you did talk about the rarity of this bike earlier. And no, if, it's not that rare. No, it, it's but, statistic. Um, so here's one thing I did notice. Most of my bikes, I say average miles per year, 500 to 1,000. I'm not putting miles. I only have one day a week to ride bikes, and sometimes it's just dirt bikes. Um, however, uh, last year I did that cross-country trip. Yes. Which was 6,000 miles. Yeah. So they had me down for 6,000 miles again this right. year. Well, you, and but that's I don't, still not and, that much. And I don't know why, but the KLR, they have down for 3,400 miles a year. Is it, It's based on displacement, correct? If you're well, looking at a 9-9-whatever, you're in well, 1,000 no, no, miles. No, no, no. It's part, part of it. Yeah. But I, so first I have to get corrected the annual miles because I'm not putting more than 1,000 on any given bike. Mm. Um, but the fact that that came in at 857, the uninsured motor came in at five hundred and thirty dollars, wow. and it's the same coverage as every other bike. It's not a higher amount. How how does the uninsured motorist cost more if you're on a, a different bike? Because that uninsured person is going to hit you no matter what you're on, right? This is yeah. Wait a minute. What why, the hell? Why did they increase that rate? Is it? I mean, is there? So you're going to give them a call? I, yeah, I'm giving. I, it a call. I'm curious G- now. Jim Jim nailed it. If you have questions, they're very nice people whose job it is. Mm-hmm. To either fill you full of BS or explain it to you, <laughs> whatever yeah. you want to say. But I mean, I I have a good agent, so yeah. yeah. Ye old pump uh, and dump. Do, and you, do you know what yours is on the twelve hundred? Uh, yearly? Yeah. Yeah, but I have USAA, so I'm I'm afraid to even tell you. What, what does that mean? It's very inexpensive next to the rest of the world. Why? You know this? Uh, I don't I don't actually haven't converted my insurance to them, but I um, use. Uh, the company I use, I think I'm paying less than 360 a year on my yeah. on my electrical. <clears throat> Damn, son. Yeah, nice. I'm about that. Jim, how much is your FC1? Because that's got to be similar to the 990. Oh, it's like 1500 the way I ride. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I get I gotta get stuntman rates. Come on, stuntman rates. No, I, I have no idea. I was trying to look it up a second ago on my phone, but <laughs> you don't know? I couldn't look. It. I, I have no Knock, idea. How about you? Have like any idea? Fucking motorcycle. Oh, it's less than three hundred bucks for all yeah. my bikes. They're for all, bikes and you old. have a a, a Superhawk on yeah. your bike. Collectively, the blue book value of all my bikes is like less than that five is grand. True. It's time <laughs> it's to awesome. make it. It's it's like a twenty minute call. You'll be good. Yeah. Well, you don't want to know what I'm paying for insurance on my bikes. Uh, well, I'm paying seventy four for my scooter. 
I'm Wait. paying for for my bikes that I have. Well, at least the bikes that I'm not not riding right now, but I still have registered and insured, and have just minimum coverage coverage on. I'm paying like thirteen dollars a year. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> thirteen bucks a year for minimum coverage. I'm in on the a wrong racket on a vintage what? scooter because you know they never have any claims on vintage scooters. So damn, thirteen dollars? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Dude, I've got like wait, three, four bikes that are you like. You can't just like buy your insurance, sale them in two cups, three cups of coffee, some Starbucks, and you're like, we're cool. Right. We well, cool, man? Like, well, I mean, you think about it, they're getting money for free because I'm not even riding the bikes. So, yeah. I mean, $13. Are they, are they registered or are they registered right. not up? Right. They're registered. That's why I have them insured because I'm, I have active registrations and I'm hoping to get them running. But if I don't get them running, I might just put them back on non up again. We'll see. But uh, but yeah, the scooter insurance is, is ridiculously cheap. The bikes that I have full coverage on that I'm that I'm riding regularly, the coverage is about two two thirty, two forty a year maybe, something like that. Well, yeah, I got to make a call. <clears throat> yeah. And full disclosure, I did get a speeding ticket on my cross country trip. Oh yeah. By the way, I'll do it too. But he only rated me for like five miles over. Doesn't something. matter. Guess still what? Ding you. That bagel's correct. Yes, but none of my. Other bikes went doesn't up. Doesn't matter. It's doesn't you. Matter. It's no, but all of the bikes on that, none of them went up except for the KTM. Well, that that may be because they haven't applied that to your other bikes yet. That will no, no, no. It, it's listed in that report. Oh, These are all on the same thing, and that was listed in that report. Well, maybe because that's the bike you got but, to pick it on. I but I, if it's more than ten miles over, I know that really dings you. Oh, sure. So. He changed it yeah. to be less than that. But it still dings you <clears throat> just a little less. Um, yeah. So full yeah. disclosure, there is that. And shop around for insurance. Yeah, you do. Get, you can get a yeah. lot of variation in the deals yeah. you can get. Uh, um, yeah. Also, make sure that you're going to get insurance with a reputable company so that they'll actually pay out a claim when you have one. Because that's important, too. Oh, yeah. Well, progressive for most people is usually pretty good. They're pretty good, yeah. except uh, I, I used progressive years ago, uh, but I drop them like like a like a wet sock as soon as they raise my my premiums up. <clears throat> like this was like in two thousand two, they like mm. doubled the premiums in one year. I was like, all right, see ya. You're like twenty three dollars a year. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> no, it went for it went, at, that, at that time for like one bike. It went from like two hundred a year to four hundred a year. You know, yeah, I was, that, that was ridiculous. I will just say, if you have all your paperwork and you submit it to a, a competitor, they can look at it and they have all the info and they can look at your record and give you free quotes. So yeah. it's no none of your time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can do that with any insurance. Yeah, they're fighting for your dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I will be making a call tomorrow. Good. I was quite shocked to <laughs> see that. $1,300. Like, what? I can I can give you a referral, what? Liza, if you like. <clears throat> well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an announcement to make. Oh. oh well. Yeah. This No, this is kind of cool, y'all. Oh, yeah? So, um, there are some events coming up soon. One being the Quail Motorcycle mm-hmm. Gathering. I hope mm-hmm. you're coming, Anna. Can't. What? Oh, I got a work thing. What? Oh, I know. Uh, this is going to be May 4th. Yeah. That's soon. That's my, my job. A couple weeks from now. Yeah. Two weeks. Two yeah. weeks from now. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and we always love going to the quail. I can't, I can't wait to go this year. Um, but May 18th is the Sacramento Mile oh. flat track racing. We Jim, you go. went last year. We should go. Yeah, I went last year. It's a hoot. If you haven't been to it, it's awesome. Definitely go. Cool. Well, guess who's sponsoring it this year? Is it Lost Tigers? Mm-hmm. 
It is Law Tigers. Hey. Everywhere I go, I see Law Tigers bulletin boards. They're following me. (laughs) Um, They are. They are everywhere. And here's what we did last year was cool is we went there and we actually rode bikes to the rental RV place, which is right next to the fairgrounds. Rented an RV because it's the same as a hotel room and then camped at the RV at the racetrack all weekend. It was a freaking blast. So, so that's cool. And so Law Tigers has kind of uh, been a, a big topic lately. Um, they're a sponsor of our show now. They were sponsoring this uh, event with uh, Moto Bird Adventures that we just mm-hmm. did. They're everywhere. Um, but they're also sponsoring the, as I said, the Sacramento Mile, sponsored by Law Tigers. So um, good opportunity. I did want to put a plug in for them real quick and just say that Law Tigers, they pride themselves in being a resource for the riding community. They're there to turn to when you need them. Check out Law Tigers online at lawtigers.com or call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS. If you're here in Northern California, say hi to Matt or Kelly if you see them driving around the Law Tigers van, mm. which came in handy at the Motorbird Adventures because he had that big van and he had his cot set up in there. It had electricity. He was quite cozy thing was balling, in the van. Dude. It was balling. It makes a good camper. So uh, Law Tigers, they are attorneys when you need them. And in this case, they're giving out some tickets to the Sacramento Mile. But here's the thing. Well, then. here's There's a thing here, and this is kind of fun. We're actually doing this with uh, our friend uh, Junkie Turdman at Creative Writing. <laughs> <laughs> and there's going to be some tickets to give away. Yeah, um, and I'm all I'm doing is pre-announcing this. So, again, May 18th, Sacramento Mile, some of the best flat track racing you'll see. And here's how you can win the tickets. Tune in on... Friday to the Creative Writing Podcast. And there's going to be a phrase that pays. That's right. You're going to get half of the secret phrase from Creative Writing, and then listen to us on Monday, and we're going to have the second half of the phrase. It's Rosebud, isn't it? Put those two together, <laughs> and you're going to email over to Creative Writing, and you'll be entered to win some mm. tickets wow. to the Sacramento Mile. So we're doing a little fun thing with Law Tigers and Creative Writing, all of us together. Uh, but it's for a good thing, Sacramento Mile. And I don't know. I might, I might be interested in going with you, Knock. Maybe we can win those tickets. If I remember Maybe. correctly, you can <laughs> go inside and like do horse betting at the same time. So wait, there's a tr- there's a horse track like like there? TV, no, like TV betting. Oh, uh, change yeah, horse cigarettes. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a good time though. I mean, um, yeah, especially if you can get in the pit area. Yeah, I kind of uh, want to get into flat tracking. It just seems like the natural progression, man. You know, it seems like crazy ass motherfuckers yeah. going in circles. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. Which is why Wiggins is so good at it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. Well, you know, you know, it's funny you see him, but when you realize they're going 100 miles an hour plus down these straightaways, sideways, you know, dude, the dude. Com- the corner comes up really fast. Yeah. Like I, I, when I was there last year, was it Wiggins? Yeah, Chris was behind a guy who they're coming into turn three, so coming into the, the turn after the long back straightaway, mm-hmm. and Chris says, "Yeah, all I see is this big like." puff of smoke come out the bottom of his motor and then my face shield got covered with oil. Yeah. <laughs> so it had just thrown the rod straight through the bottom of the, mo- the engine case, punched a hole in it. So that so then covers his face with oil as they're heading into the turn at probably, you know, 85 miles an hour. Well, dude, Yikes. seeing Danger Dan ride in... in that guy's fucking <laughs> awesome. Oh my God, in Ohio. But uh, also, you know, this... Uh, I was talking to someone recently. I mean, Oregon? Mem- Oh, sorry. Yeah, Oregon. Oregon yeah. Um, remember hearing Jim Rice tell stories of back in the day, 
Yeah, Jim Rice is a bad uh, motherfucker, man. Dude. So, I mean, everybody who does flat track, it's crazy, crazy it, stories. It, it's, it's crazy, yeah. And it's, well, anybody who's like done any little, you know, if turn left racing, it doesn't matter if it's a mini bike or a 125 <laughs> or a 500. It's a hoot. And it's, it, I mean, it, it's dangerous, too. Is this a call to put lead back into gasoline again? Yeah, right. You know, and let's increase the crime rate for the benefit of, uh, you know, our entertainment, I guess. You know, feel sideways. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, time to read some emails. We've got a good one. So, and Jim, yeah. I think you're going to make the connection as I start reading this one. <clears throat> this is from our friend Jane. She says, hey, Misfits, you're always in my ears as I catch up on all your episodes, so it feels appropriate that I send you info on my first crash. Hey, Jane, oh. congratulations. Oh, no. So, Get it um, out of the way. She got, yeah. her fir- she got her first bike back in December and has been riding the hell out of it. Mm, nice. um, she commutes at least three days a week on it from Oakland to San Francisco. Oh, wow. And uh, so that's going over the Bay Bridge, which yeah. is that's sketchy. not that's, an easy commute. No, no that's it gets legit. gnarly, man. But she's loving it. Um, she sees all the ways that she wants a bigger and better bike already. Mm. But she's just grateful to be on two wheels. So uh, last week she was coming home, and she was in a roundabout in San Francisco. So she was in the roundabout, mm-hmm. just about to exit the roundabout when an SUV pulled out while she was in front of it. So somebody pulled in to the roundabout as she's passing them hmm. and they clipped her. Oh, jeez. So, um, she, she said, they hit my back right exhaust and sent me to the ground. Uh. I knew it was happening the moment I saw them pull out from the corner of my eye and tried to throttle, throttle it out but couldn't make it. Hmm. As I was falling, the thought going through my mind was... Don't let your helmet hit the ground. <laughs> because I had just bought my new lid. <laughs> she landed on her right side and popped up immediately. Um, she was war- more worried about the bike and the new helmet than anything else. <laughs> That's real biker shit. Yep. Um, the woman who hit her was shocked. Um, and a scooterist witnessed the whole thing and came over to help her. She goes, hear that, Bagel? Oh, yeah. yeah. They're not yeah. bad, those people. You, do you know him? Uh, maybe. I probably, probably, <laughs> probably do. do. Probably do. <laughs> uh, he helped her get the bike up and over because she was a bit shaken as well, and he was a good witness for her to have. Uh, so now she had to get it back towed back to Oakland and uh, she's waiting for her insurance to cover it. <clears throat> There's some minor damage to the bike mostly cosmetic. The clutch lever did get pinched and won't disengage mm. <coughs> which is why she couldn't ride it back. Oh, she's proud to say though when she got back to Oakland she took a deeper look at the clutch and took a pair of pliers to the piece of metal that got pinched down on the clutch and got it back moving freely so it's pretty much rideable. Nice. So all in all though um, she's glad she got her first crash out of the way. Yeah. Um, she goes glad I, to. I got through it with just some bruising and soreness had good gear and insurance to protect me and my bike and I know a little about how I handle these things now but she was bummed that she couldn't join us on the ripple ride on oh, Saturday because no. she was waiting for the insurance to come yeah, check it out um, hope you enjoy the report y'all keep me excited and learn about motorcycles can't wait to visit again and see y'all. Um, and that's yeah. Jane who right on, came Jane. and met us for lunch. Oh, that was Jane. Oh, oh she Jane. seems so nice. And she had all, all black leather on. Yeah, she drove up. Is that right? She seemed really like a nice person. She Yeah, so she was so bummed she couldn't ride, but I thought it was cool that she just came and joined us for lunch. Yeah, well, oh, she... that was the two girls that drove uh-huh. up later. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, I was thinking yeah. the woman in all the black nope. leather stuff. Sorry. Well, yeah. once, once she gets that sorted, I hope she can come down and visit us at the garage. Exactly. Yeah, they were super nice. Apparently, yeah. she's visited us before. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, so, she has? Oh, cool. Yeah. So, nice. knock. Yes. You got an email there. I got this one called Bike Rider. And this bike one's rider. 
from Dakota Azowski. Hey, y'all. I'm Dakota Azowski. Azowski. That's an awesome name. Wow. That's a very cool name. Sounds like something like the a name like um, what are the guys who do Georgia? Blood Simple and all the uh, people with names of cities, Kansas. No, Detroit. The, the brothers. Wachowski. The Cohen brothers. No. Show? Yes, it sounds like a Cohen brothers uh, name. Sounds, right? sounds like a vodka brand. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay, well here we go. <laughs> hey y'all, I'm pretty amped to. <clears throat> okay, pretty amped to hear you read my email. I said a couple of weeks ago that I had to write another. Uh, I'm in the market, <laughs> kind of for a new bike. I love right. new, but used is always more affordable. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he's torn between a Triumph Tiger 800. Ooh. Or the Africa Twin, or oh. try out a sporty naked bike like the FC or MT07. Oh. That's a good one too. Uh, I know you like to ride sport bike. T- uh, you're, you, we. L- uh, Come on, I know you, you got this. Hey, man, I'm having a hard time here. <laughs> I know y'all ride, y'all ride uh, a lot of sport bikes. Uh, he says he grew up mostly riding dirt. Um, his first bike was a PW50 with trading wheels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the living gate, room, gateway. Christmas, yeah. Yeah, uh, he was. He got that when he was five or six. First ride was a lap around the house before mom yelled at dad. <laughs> uh, I'm not tall, only five six, but uh, he says he likes to triumph for the seat height over the Honda. Mm. Smart and uh, keep my O1 O1 Sportster and my seventy five DT one twenty five. Perfect combination. Yeah, mm. yeah. I just wanted your feedback and hear some opinions. Keep up the podcast, uh, Harley Rider from Dakota. WI. All right, yeah. Jim, I know you're you're all over this. Yeah, well, you know, I like the Africa Twin, but I'm a little bit taller guy. Yeah. And uh, but I know yesterday was it Tony had that Tiger 800 and she was not tall whatsoever. Yeah. And she was moving hauling ass through the wet roads and fog on that Tiger and she really she had, had a uh, some sort of a Yamaha sport bike she'd said prior to the Tiger. So, yeah, but but she could flat foot it no problem and she um, hauled ass on it. Dakota, if you haven't had the chance, get on top of the Tiger 800. Uh, it's got a relatively slow seat height for a, a quote-unquote adventure bike um, and the weight's down low and it's a great motor and I think you'd like the 800 if you're a little on the shorter side. I, I'm going to um, throw into a GS 800 um, or or the Africa Twin but Africa Twins you're not going to find at a good price. Didn't somebody right have now. like one of the F700s yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a well there was a GS 700 that's what Sue on Oh yeah, what Sue was right. Okay, yeah. But um, I'm going to say between an adventure bike and one of the sport bikes, I'm going to go say adventure because you can ride mm-hmm. that adventure bike as fast as a sport bike yep. on the, the twisties, tires. but you can also take that bike off-road. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as far as the FZ07, that's a great bike too. And if you did grow up riding dirt bikes, the handlebar and the ergonomics, are ba- it's basically a perfect fit. It's a, it's a very light handling bike. Um, I'm pretty sure you're used to sliding out the rear end on those things in the FZ07, I believe. Oh, yeah. or an FJ09. Well, it's, uh, yeah, he could. No, yeah, but that, that, a lot of power. That, 07, that, that, 07, that thing's a canyon carver, man. Yeah. That's and a, a cool motorcycle. Yeah, I think the FZ07 comes with a, with a slipper clutch. So, like, if you want to slide the thing mm. around, ride mm. around like a Motard or a dirt bike, it's it's a natural kind of a yeah, uh, dude, step for you. Uh, dude had one of those on the go-kart track when we were there that day, mm-hmm. and he was hauling ass. Yeah, man. It's a great motor. Yeah. Great bike. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you can't go wrong with any of these, but as, as height is an issue, Triumph 800. Or the FZ07. Just try those bikes. I think you'll uh, find something that'll, that'll fit for you. But I think the Africa Twin is a bike that we're all kind of lusting after yeah. right now. Yeah, but the, the, that 800 is pretty cool, man. I've mm-hmm. rode my buddy's Kyle in a parking lot, and it felt like, uh, 
I, I, I owned it or something. Like I've been riding it for, for decades. It's just a very okay. familiar and comfortable too. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Bagel. What you got there? I have an email from Dustin Poorman. Hey, Dustin. And uh, it's titled Highs and Lows. And Dustin writes, hello, all. I ride and wrench for fun in northwest Iowa. The staple includes includes an 03 Harley-Davidson Wide Glide, an 01 Honda VLX 600, 11 HD Street Clyde CBO, <clears throat> and a Project 85 BMW K100RT flying Ooh. brick, yeah. a non-runner which now runs. Many thanks to YouTube, Chris Harris, and you all. Hey. I've been listening weekly since episode 255 and have enjoyed many hours, but have been frustrated by so um, much time spent debating mm. helmet laws. Oh. Leave the politics alone. Never. <laughs> no, yeah. I agree. Here, here. I agree. He says, I'm listening to hear about writing experiences and wrenching. I can't and argue Jim's with you there wet butt. that the Who's writing saying? experiences and wrenching yeah. are definitely what make the show. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. In... Joel, do you have a helmet law in where you live? No helmet law in Illinois. You cross the river into Missouri and you've got to put one on. Do you wear a helmet every time you ride? Not every time. What mm. kind of helmet do you ride? Do you wear when you do? Uh, the majority of the summer, it's weather dependent. The majority of the summer, I wear a half helmet, uh, an Ankara. Uh, when it cools down, I'll wear a three quarter. And if I'm riding the sporty with no windshield or anything, I wear a full face. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love the fact that email says, please don't talk about helmets. And we go straight into straight fucking in. helmets. Straight yeah. straight Our apologies. Straight I understand if you never listen to this again. If my wife and I ride together, we both wear helmets. Like, no matter how far we're going, what we're doing, if we're riding together, we're both wearing helmets. That's a good call. That's a good compromise. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Dustin continues here. He says, <laughs> "He says I ended up, I ended up on a long trip for work, so I decided to go back and catch up on some older episodes." Cool. I started listening at the start of 2017 or episode one eighty one. Discussion turned to trade disputes and tariffs on motorcycles. Right. Oh, that's coming up again right now. Yeah. Oh, We're about it? to do it oh, again. Un- uneducated. And derogatory comments were made about the beef industry and the people who mm-hmm. are part of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing irritates me more than the people who sped, spread false or misleading information. We raise safe and wholesome food each and every day for all of you and my family. We use hormones to produce beef in a more sustainable way. Hormones are commonly found in many other foods. Please get educated before you attack an industry. Hold I on, gotta we go were, back and listen on. to that one. We aren't attacking the industry. The <laughs> Europeans are. This is true it's the Um, europeans that have beef with our beef not us we were not taking a stand on this but that was the point of it that they don't want to buy our beef because of the hormones hey uh, yeah you know what they say in the hot dog industry don't you oh no (laughs) i'd rather have a burger yeah, I would leave it at that. <laughs> so anyway, Dustin continues. It says, I'm not sure I buy the whole inclusiveness spiel. The LARP discussion makes me think you are jealous of folks who are financially well off enough to afford bikes they ride little and pay someone else to maintain and fix. So you hate on them. Wow, you got me pegged. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what I, I will just say about that is that we respect people who ride. 
and I'll just leave it there. Um, <laughs> and and I respect people who ride and wrench as well. Yes, yes. We won first place in the player haters ball. If you, if you, <laughs> hate, 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 hate. So if you ride, wrench, and crash, you're in like oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> the best. And then get up and repeat with with a helmet on, of course. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that you can do it again. Um, this is your show. Do what you got to do. This is just the way I see it. <laughs> I often consider donating. But I have a hard time when I hear the things as discussed above. I thoroughly enjoy Emma and her knowledge and enthusiasm for motorcycles and motorcycling. Dustin Foreman. Well, I appreciate you sharing your your uh, your your perspective, Dustin. Uh, it is good to hear. Um, but your 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 donation goes to cover much more than what we talk about here on the air. I mean, it goes to covering the expenses of running the garage, keeping supplies up so that people will have, you know, paper towels to use and, and other tools available when they need them, when they go missing. Yeah. And I need to buy a bunch of American tools right now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Were we just working on a couple of Harleys earlier today? <laughs> yeah. How much shit so, did we give him? Did we give him enough shit? Actually, I would like to comment, though. Um, I know because people say enough with the helmet law, but I'd like to point out, do we profit in any way by pushing the helmet agenda? No, I, I haven't gotten my check well, from Arai yet. Well, so apparently it doesn't keep your well, insurance so, calls hold on, hold on, hold on. If more of our more of our listeners survive to become Patreon nah, subscribers, then yes. You're all about the long con, huh? Right? Let's just look at the <laughs> reason <laughs> behind us pushing the helmet agenda mm -hmm. is I keep my face looking like this by wearing a helmet is because we want people to survive <laughs> yeah that's I can't all. get we any care. uglier that's my deal I, we that's care that that's all yeah we care about people out there yeah I mean when I when I started writing I lived in a state where there was effectively no helmet law and well actually I should say the state had the most ridiculous helmet law ever in Delaware um, you had to wear an ash can on your head. No, no, you did not have to wear the helmet on your head, but you had to have the helmet with you on the bike. Uh, yeah. So you would see these guys on their on their crotch rockets riding down the street with a helmet on their elbow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Literally, that is what would happen every day. It's kind of funny. And yeah, I, I've seen ridiculous. that in Pakistan. They keep the helmet on the side and they put their groceries in it. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, it makes a good basket. So, That's practical. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it's it it is it is a common sense thing to just have protection on, so that if some some shit does go down, no matter how good of a rider you are, you have the best chances of surviving, so that you can continue riding. And that's just you know, that's my, my but take on it. Part of it also may be. Um, we, I mean, we talked about the kind of riding that we all did recently, mm -hmm. and we're riding aggressive, yeah. but we are also geared for that, and we walk away from our accidents, except for Henry, but... Um, <laughs> he walked away. I mean, he's walking he's, okay. He's wobbling yeah, away. I know. Um, so if people... Yeah, if people are riding uh, as if they're not wearing go. a helmet and it's not, they're not taking the risk we're taking. Yeah. But I don't think they are. So I'm going to say wear a helmet. Yes, right. we're going to stay on that. But thank you for well, for letting us actually, know. Can, can I just end it with with sure to paraphrase what Dustin can said? Can you make it any better? Yeah, if if it, it's your head, do what you want to do. Yeah, how about that? Ooh. All right. Yeah. Well, let's see. Just I think see. that's the argument that everybody hey, really has right <laughs> yeah, there. Is it's it's. <laughs> I mean, very it's my head, do what I want to do, and I like American. to think that that you know me and my wife have actually had discussions about it, and yeah. I think that we you know if we're going to be on the interstate, 
that's that is a time that we have both agreed that i'm gonna wear a helmet uh just because the interstate riders are way dumber or drivers are way dumber than two lanes where i am true. more likely to make the decision about passing somebody on a two lane than somebody coming at me so i mean there's there's some risk assessment if you will in it, in when we do and what we do and, I, I, you know what i'm just gonna say but we are children and the fact that <laughs> most people's reason is because i don't want someone telling me what i have to do yeah, mm-hmm. I get that I think, way when I you tell that, me what to do. I know you do, but that is completely bullshit. I, I don't know, man. I don't want to uh, wear a helmet because you don't have a right. To, you shouldn't tell me what I need to do. It has nothing to do with what the actual <laughs> statistics or safety is. That's all. I'm just going to say. That's what I think is bullshit, and that's why we have seatbelt laws, and that's why some states have helmet laws. And another helmet episode. Uh, <laughs> no, that's where it comes from. Yeah. Well, you, let's you, let's get someone else's uh, opinion. Um, Jim, you have an email there to read? Yeah, as we continue on a, uh, seeking out his Patreon money, we're going to go straight into a LARPer moved in. Oh, <laughs> oh we're, just, uh, we're just grifters here in the long game. Yeah, uh, yeah tell us what not to talk about, and that's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Okay. Hey, Misfits, a longtime listener from Surrey. In sunny for oh, now, cool. UK. Yeah. I wonder if there's Surrey nice. there. Like, oh, it has been sunny lately. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Love the podcast and all the stuff you guys are doing. Yada yada. Oh, one thing. Fuck knock. Yeah. <laughs> I keep hearing this. And my pants are dry. This time. I keep hearing this shit. And my pants are always dry. What is going on? I, I don't think they mean it literally. You, you gotta, you gotta make good on those promises, man. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, so uh, Greg says. Greg Brown from the UK says. Bad news. A level ten full scale sorcerer grade Harley Larper has moved. <laughs> into my neighborhood. Oh, no. Sorcerer yes. <laughs> Knox about to roll some dice over there. Oh, that's great. Whatever it is you fucking does, people do. Does he bike, have a staff? That's does, great. Does a, bike, does a bike have lightning and skulls? Oh, uh, <laughs> dude. That's awesome. Okay, so, yeah. So, uh, he has a sporty with the loudest pipes possible <laughs> fitted and wears everything from the Sands of Anarchy outfit catalog. Oh. Half helmets aren't a big thing in the UK, <laughs> largely because it's freezing. But you guessed it. He's rocking one to complete the look. He rides aggressively, seeming to prove a point. Possibly small cock. I don't know. Not, uh, oh my he, to be he cut up his neighbor. I'm assuming that means cut off. Cut up my neighbor when he was driving. Nope. Not clever, as he is a commissioner for the UFC. Fighting. <laughs> so he weighs 220 as a jujitsu black belt. Oh my. I think his writing is just fine. Uh, if he had found him, uh, he'd be digging graves. Okay. Uh, I really like Harleys, mostly look at, and loud bikes generally, but this level of Dickhead, quote dickhead, is fueling the bad rap. Oh no. Harley Riders get. Uh, have you any advice on how to live, deal with a lo- local ro- uh, LARPer? I say, sp- my answer to everything is just spray him with a hose. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it works. So after you spray him with a hose. <laughs> Just hold on. Before you spray him with a hose, make sure you get your neighbor, the black belt in jiu-jitsu, to stand behind you. Yeah. That's the guy we're spraying with a hose. Um, so anyway, he's got a douchebag who lives down the street. Uh, I would just say, anyway, talk to him. But uh, he rides an 18 BMW S1000XR Sport. Mm. Those are kind of fun. It's a good bike. Yeah. And, uh, and he's got a Project 95 Virago uh, VX535. His up-to-butt bike is an XD. Diavel S. Ooh. Diavel. 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 So, 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So a big motosexual to you all, especially Bagel. Mm. Uh, hope to catch up with you if you're in the UK sometime. Peace out, Greg. So uh, Thanks, I don't. Greg. I don't know how that works in England, but aren't you supposed to get uh, your equipment checked and stuff to see if you've got legal oh, yeah. pipes? And can't you, you send have, like attack? No, no. Well, doesn't work yeah. that can't you like send the constable? Even... The constable goes down and knocks the the Bobby knocks. On yeah, the door. knocking over this little thing. <laughs> Hello, Governor. <laughs> uh, you all got a loud bike here. Got a report about some loud pipes here, eh? <laughs> oh, that was a beautifully written email. It is. Yeah. It was. Yeah. That, the, yeah. I thought. But I thought it was a beautiful response. Yeah. Spray him uh, with the fuck knock part. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very articulate. Just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, we have very articulate listeners, though. We uh, we butcher up every once in a while. You you but there's some me. LARPing for you. There you go. Joel, do you have an email there to share? I sure do. Uh, someone needs a new fun bike. Mm. Hello, Misfits. It's Matt Curran from mm. Oregon. So this nice weather has me itching for another bike. Always need one more. Hmm. N plus mm-hmm. one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I currently have an 08 Versus and an 03 <laughs> XT225. I love the Versus mm-hmm. for commuting and weekend trips, and the XT225 is a great bar hopper and camp bike. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking for a fun, peg-scraping, honing, track day fun machine. Wow. I've been looking at older DRZ 400 SMs and 2000 to 2006 SV650 Ns. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hoping uh, th- to sp- those are the two most trackable bikes, I think. Hoping to spend under $3,000. Any uh, other options I should be considering? Mm. What about the Ninjas, Knock? Ninja 250s, if you want to learn how to hoon on the track with um, that. Um, why, don't you, why don't you get a Kramer? That works for Yuri Bear again. <laughs> You'll spend $20,000. Yeah. Well, he goes on to say that he's looking for a naked, neutral ride position. <laughs> mm-hmm. I live near McMinnville Supermoto Track and Portland International Raceway. Oh, yes. Thanks for the, for the advice. Mike is a bitch. <laughs> so, dude, uh, my buddy Sam helps run the McMinnville um, Supermoto track. Oh, His nice. name is Sam Kaufman. Holler at homeboy because he also helps maintain the webpage. And there's always guys who are selling their uh, track bikes or their low displacement mm. uh, motorcycles. Oh, yeah. Anywhere from 300s to 250s to two stroke whatevers or, or you know, 85cc two stroke um, track bikes. I think you're so on the holler. right track. You're saying the best bike to buy is the one that's already set up. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you're going to do just a straight <clears throat> track yeah. or Might you know, as well. Yeah. Well, and also, isn't the Ninja 400s, aren't they pretty um, capable? They're new. They're, I don't know. I haven't seen one in. In the okay. wild yet, but yeah. um, those are European be. bikes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, huh. any a lot of the modern kind of like quote unquote low weight, lower dis middle weight kind of beginner type quote unquote <laughs> beginner type bikes that are sporty. They're they've got standard bars, and then if you wanted to, you could always you know change the ergos on it. So. Uh, but yeah, you're kind of looking in the right spot if you are in McMinnville uh, DRZ. There should be few that pop up from time to time. So, not, I don't know how big that track is. So, obviously, I think SV650 is going to be big, better for a bigger track with longer straightaways, uh, right? Interestingly enough, uh, we've uh, Sam has had a C- SV650 of their leader bikes, uh, an R6 on that cart track. I mean, mm. it's a handful. But it's totally doable. I mean, you're just going to be shifting a lot. Then maybe the DRZ would be better for the that. The DRZ would probably be better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sam races uh, CL166s apparently, and that's there's like a there's like a league or, a, or an organization that races them. Oh wow! Out there, yeah. So and there apparently there's already pre-built race bikes that you could kind of try out and buy. <laughs> or, but anyways, check out uh, Oregon Lightweight Moto. Uh, that's the, the the organization that my friend Sam runs and holler at him. Tell him, hey, Knox sent you. I'm going to throw out one more bike. Mm-hmm. A little wild card here. 
Uh, CBR 600s. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's a good one too. It's been a long time since I've been on them, but I I used to ride a Jixer 600, mm-hmm. and and I'd say to look outside where you think you're willing to travel. Um, well, I mean, you can even get an F2 or an F3 yeah. for cheap. Yeah. Um, especially one that's been like rashed on the sides, take the plastics yeah. off. But those are pretty decent bikes and common. So yeah. the parts are going to be available. I mean, just looking from a, a different geographic perspective, I mean, what you're going to pay three grand out here for, I'm probably going to pay closer <clears throat> to 1500 or two right. back in the middle part of the country. Mm-hmm. So if you're willing to travel or if you've got a trip coming or, you, I mean, you're looking for an excuse to go somewhere, um, that's the first thing that I do when I go to a new place is I change the marketplace settings on my phone to see. Yeah, that's what the prices smart. are in Michigan? At, a little farther south. Oh. <laughs> I go to Michigan for a bike event every year. So if you, I mean, if you're in Muskegon in late July, yeah, yeah. there's a great event. Yeah. I, um, I keep circling the drain. I'll get, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> but I do see a lot of, I mean, I I kind of miss that Jixer. So every once in a while I go back and I look for a 2001 fuel-injected GSX-R600, and mm. I've, I've spotted them in the $2,100, $2,200 range yeah. on the regular. So Yeah, I mean, just, uh, I guess, be at around 3000 bucks. <laughs> If you are buying, you know, uh, be prepared to do a little bit of work, I guess. At least do a quick run through. Knock, I think your advice is the best to try and get a bike that's already set up so you're not mm-hmm. having to do all the suspension and everything because you can drop money S- right safety there. Safety wire yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work, a lot of money. Exactly. So we're getting near the end. Um, <clears throat> I want to take this time just to spend a little more time with uh, Joel and Anna. And Joel, I. Did we find out all what bikes you all ride? We know you are not a LARPer, but a Harley rider. <laughs> right now, yeah. So okay. uh, I started my first bike was an RD350. Nice. Uh, oh, shit. Way back nice. in the day. Uh, Goddamn that, nice, dude. Well, we could but, never... You know, if you start with an RD350, it does not matter yeah. how LARPing you get, you're still cool. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, that's like your 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 excuse, your pass. Well, you it's a small it license. You're getting mm-hmm. definitely yeah. a bike that I should yeah. not have gotten rid of. After, <laughs> after fighting with, uh, with two strokes for a summer uh, and riding it some here and there and never really getting it to be just really really reliable mm-hmm. uh, it got traded in and oh. i was i could not figure out i mean i was 18 years old i couldn't <laughs> figure out why on earth these guys are all excited about getting this the 70s bike in the shop oh. when i tried to trade it in yeah and they sucked it up real quick uh and i went into a, a 96 bandit for, That's uh, a good one too. for another year or two and then uh, i rolled a brand new gsxr off the showroom floor with three miles on it <clears throat> um nice. i broke my wrist and collarbone on it the yeah. the night fast and the furious came out <laughs> oh really <laughs> leaving the movie theater oh, oh shit yeah. is that is that like you know going to ride after you've been playing grand theft auto all yeah day? yeah it's just stupid <laughs> um high sided it and Put it all back together, um, only to find out that it should have been totaled. Uh, yeah. The frame, frame was tweaked. And, oh, um, yeah. So the insurance company gave me a lot of money to keep a bike at that point because they'd already paid for all the parts to put it back together. Wow. Um, and then after that was gone, I, I bought a VLX 600 that I completely cleaned mm-hmm. up and repainted and rode for a year. Uh, and then I got married and had kids and mm-hmm. uh, didn't have any bikes. And then one day I bought a used GS850G, I think it was, mm-hmm. off okay. a neighbor. <clears throat> Uh, and a year later, he was selling a, a, a 1100 Shadow. So mm. I took that for a year. And then the the one poker run that resulted in the wife saying, get a bigger bike. Mm-hmm. So I bought a 96 Ultra Classic. Nice. Uh, 28-hour road trip with Dad to pick it up and bring it home. Oh, wow. Um, what color? It's blue and silver. And I've only mm. seen the same color scheme one other time. And that was on a bike at a Harley dealer in Australia, in Sydney, yeah. Australia. Wow. So, um, 
it's it's a really cool blue and silver with a kind of a gold brown mm-hmm. and tan pinstripe around nice. it hmm. um and i'm leaving it alone it's it's generally a stock bike other than a rebuild and some Good for pipes. You. and then i've got i've got a 11 sporty 883 super low mm-hmm. that i'll run back and forth to bars and stuff um and then there is a like a 74 rs100 sitting in the garage mm. uh, with a completely roached fuel tank but the rest of the bike mm. is the rest of the bike is all original mm. and i'm trying to keep it as close to that way as i can so i'm trying to figure out yeah. ways to fix the tank uh and then an old 110 enduro sitting in the garage out nice back, collection so, yeah cool. yeah you're you're a biking motherfucker yeah. all right so you've got an eclectic <laughs> mix there yeah i've been around so now i'm stuff. curious to know what is your up the butt bike so it's odd given everything that i've ridden um and been around but it's actually um it's not just a bike it's a bike in time yeah Mm. okay okay i I want a original wla that was used right in world war ii Mm. yeah like the one the gi joe is on up there Mm. uh i found out a few years back that my granddad was in the army air corps oh wow and uh, i knew he was in and i knew that the war ended and they said thanks for coming you're out now um but he was actually training to be an mp and was training to be a motorcycle cop so oh, he was wow. riding the wlas my grandma said one of the scariest nights she had with him was when he came home and said that he wrecked the bike trying to go over train tracks in the middle of the night oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice good choice and anna what do you ride uh, after hearing that list, I feel like I got nothing. <laughs> I am a minimalist, as you know, mm-hmm. Liza. I can only have one. Um, and so my one, as you asked me last weekend, is an <clears throat> R1200 GSA, the mm-hmm. year 2011. I got the A model because the bigger gas tank displaces more air, so I'm more comfortable because, as I like to point out to the youth of America, that's <laughs> anyone under 40, um, I have less minutes on the planet Mm. and so i would like to be more comfortable (laughs) Mm -hmm. so one day i was looking at an rt that i I had rented in west palm beach on my 50th birthday and i rode it bad idea do not take a you know a red eye and then rent in west palm beach and try to get to key west in one day oh Oh, traffic no uh i just was hallucinating it was a personal iron butt but i can tell you the rt with that little windshield that Mm -hmm. goes up oh i was fantasizing Uh, then i came back and i said yeah but you can't really take them off road Mm -hmm. so my mechanic david benda said try the gsa and i fell in love so that's my one bike and the up the butt bike yeah first of all i've just come across that term <laughs> okay so do you know what we're referring to yeah i had to see it on urban dictionary and you know there are, <laughs> it's it's there now isn't it wow. there there are other definitions for up the butt clearly on, really i think Nock mm. must have put it on urban dictionary because he's <laughs> the word master <laughs> anyway I can say my up the butt might be a Ural with sidecar thanks to Nick Chamberlain who has been on many a, he's been on many of my I do my annual ride Anna in Wonderland and he um, he's just permanently joyful on his Ural with sidecar yeah wow ooh and they're coming out with a new electric 
I don't know about that, but between Carla King and Nick Chamberlain in their Ural sidecars, um, the joy is contagious, and you can put all kinds of people and pets in that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, a lot of mm. raccoon dinners go in there. And raccoon <laughs> dinners. I will. I let you have a raccoon dinner while we're moving. Oh my God, that'd be so good. Since you and I have been married in a past life, I think. I, I think so. I yeah, think we were. We had something oh, going yeah. on. I mean. Oh, we yeah. love each other, but we don't know why. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm sitting in between y'all. It's yeah. getting a little, uh, <laughs> a little uncomfortable. So yeah. he can eat all the raccoon dinners he wants. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So, um, and you you think you're sticking with the GS twelve hundred for a while? You know, you can't talk me out of it, even yeah. if you let me take your um, keep two motorcycles. Oh, right. We we didn't even mention that I let her ride my CRF at Carrizo, and she let it take a dirt nap. Well, it oh. did a little dirt nap. <laughs> That was like that was like riding an angry pony. But that was your first time. That was your first yeah. time riding like a small a tiny bike. bike. Like that. And, and was it terrifying? Well, what's terrifying is having you uh, talk to me in the comms when things are going sideways. <laughs> and and she's and she's saying I'm not coming down there and picking that up. So she's like a drill sergeant. And I'm going, yeah. Well, it's not 620 pounds. I can do this. I think. And she talked me through it, which I have to give shout outs to Liza for building confidence on the angry pony and I will probably not be running out to get one I just am in love with my GS that I got fully loaded by myself so I'm not in an argument on a weird road (laughs) I got it down a sandy road so I'm I'm kind of in love with my iPhone and my motorcycle I married both of them okay then you cheating on me a little bit Well, we have to plan another ride uh, to uh-huh. do with you, Anna. Yeah. You were on the food tour. Yes, I was. And then when Jim and I were doing our hooligan riding up in the hills on illegal roads, we ran into you randomly there. You just started showing up all the time. I know, I do, because I just moved to San Jose, mm-hmm. and I will be here, whether you like it or not, a lot. Awesome. And I think you enjoy Please a do. good time, and we tend to find them. Oh, I have noticed. And pie. <laughs> and pie. Well, I wanted to thank Joel for. I wanted to thank you for coming down and and yeah, jumping right in yeah, right away. I hope you got the full misfit experience. Legit, you went, you went out of your way, man. You went out of your way from what Southern California, effectively. To uh, yeah, come and hang yeah. Out, you know, I didn't have anything else. The, to do. Uh, the only <laughs> way I did disappoint him is I promised him uh, good tacos, and the um, oh, the taqueria, taqueria was closed, closed today, oh. and he did remind me of this promise I had made uh, well, so i apologize for that another direction we, we know some good places nah, that's okay well, but yeah have to come back again <laughs> and um uh, yeah thank you for jumping right in and and the thing that's cool is uh having not met before but i just knew right away that he was he's he's like he's a misfit and it was just like just one of the gang like just throw him in and and just hanging out shooting the shit and it just my mom's gonna be so proud <laughs> <laughs> well that shirt the shirt he had on uh, is worth noting. Oh, it's a unicorn. It says "Fix bayonets." Yeah, <laughs> just a pissed off horse. <laughs> nice. And Anna, will get you coming down here, hanging out somewhere, especially yeah. if you bring charcuterie. I'll bring whatever the tapeworm wants to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the raccoon. <laughs> yes. Nice. Well, it's that time where I get to thank all of our listeners for sticking with us. You know, I I think we said it, but I'll just say it again. We had a great year last year, and we got even more listeners. And um, if you like what you're listening to, 
share it tell people about it if you can please um like uh on facebook or share our post uh, on facebook and yeah, rate us on itunes and so i haven't asked that for a while rate us on itunes we haven't had a lot of new um uh, re- reviews there and talk but, shit about us too if, if you want because oh, yeah. we like that too <laughs> my buddy dave was at a music <laughs> festival somewhere in northern california and uh said that he saw some random guy wearing a Misfits t-shirt. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he didn't have a conversation with him, but he's like, dude, you know, you got people listening to him wearing your t-shirt. Yeah, in fact, in fact, Pretty I was cool. wearing my, my Misfits shirt yesterday, and one of the people on the ride is like, oh, do you know the people at the garage? I'm like, I am one of the people at the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of the people awesome. at the garage. So yeah, if you can, let's, um, I want to make 2019 an even bigger year, so yeah. I'm going to start asking people to, to share this. I mean, Anna, you're kind of new to discovering us. No, but I'm putting it out there. Yeah. I got the whole Oakland Motorcycle Club on board. Oh, nice. There you go. And they've been down here. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. Good That's the best. Come visit. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Bring yes. a friend. Any Come visit. Yeah. Exactly. I'm recommending to my buddies. They're doing a Route 66 ride later this year, and they're talking about coming at PCH. So oh, cool. I've already told them they've got a swing cool. Bible around. Definitely. Yeah, put oh, us in your ride list if you want. Quick shout out to Tom. Um, Tom's a dude we had oysters with down at the... Yeah, yeah. yeah so cool dude. He comes by. He just mount, made his own custom ski mounts for his motorcycle. What? And took skis up to the Sierras and went yeah. skiing. Yeah. Yes. So that was pretty bitching. Yeah, so I, shout I, out I have a friend who does stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, just a reminder, don't forget to listen to Creative Writing Podcast. That'll be coming out on Friday to get the first half of the phrase that pays if you'd like to win tickets to the Sacramento Mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Proud Papa Jim. Oh! And uh, Jake being a real motherfucking gangster. Yeah! And graduating. Uh, yeah, thank you. We talked about that last week, but yeah. Did cool. we really? Thanks, yeah. I think we did, yeah. Oh, I wasn't yeah. here last week. Yeah, but no, well, thank you. Yeah, Jake's all gangster, that's for I, sure. I saw the photos, and uh, you could see the confidence just she's, shooting off of her, like, pow, pow. She's, she's an official badass. Yeah, yeah. she is. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, though. <laughs> Officially. Exactly. To her. So on that note, I think we're ready to get out of here. Uh, don't forget to go to MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com. You'll find the links to everything there. And once again, we do still have some of our limited edition shirts left. We have large extra large and 2xl mm-hmm. uh, just send me a paypal payment to recycle motorcycle garage at gmail.com 28 dollars will get you a shirt and get it shipped anywhere in the united states um on that note thanks again for listening ready to get out of here this is eliza uh fuck knock <laughs> bagel anna if you're in michigan or iowa or Ohio, <laughs> any place but Illinois. <laughs> I'll see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Naked Jim. And we are out of here. Cool, cool. cool.